to record it last? Um, it's been two weeks. That's a long time. <laughs> it long. seems like a long time. I mean, well, we're back on the freeway, you know, doing our thing. Um, I'm still recovering from my birthday. I'm 31 now. I'm still drunk from that. Oh, just oh. <laughs> did you enjoy your birthday with? I really did. I didn't get a lot, but I had like a lot of friends around me, so it was real fun. I appreciate okay, at 31, what were you looking to get? I mean, a couple of dollars wouldn't hurt, you know. You did, know. You, did you want them thrown at you? You you did. You wanted like a. And if I like, did, I did. <laughs> you wanted those dollars. Thrown you want them thrown? You. Get you the little That's money okay. gun. Because okay. if I hit this mega million, I'm gonna be a Doctor Miami. Not Doctor Miami. <laughs> why? Why is that the first? Why is that the first place that we would go? Is to Doctor Miami if we were okay. to Doctor Carve in Atlanta. Get some money. <laughs> okay, before before we get into your uh, plastic surgery, cosmetic, <laughs> cosmetic changes. <laughs> okay, we're back, regular hosts. So Whitney, John, and Octavia G. But we have with us today. We have two guests, and so we have the uh, fantastic uh, King Kang. So we're. a fashion stylist and designer and also on Chase in Dallas and then we also have our uh, wonderful handsome uh, Charles so Absolutely. Charles Jackson we guys say hello to our passengers what's up passengers King Kane we on the freeway what's good what's good you got Charles in the building as well all right all right so we happy to have y'all here so first of all so the mega millions is at one billion dollars I need that listen and nobody didn't hit it. So it's going back up I again. But here's the thing is, so we get the money. So obviously Whitney is going to Dr. Curves and Dr. Miami for what? Okay, with that kind of money? You do. The thing is, why Actually, Why would that be the, why is that where we're going? Why are we going? Why are we taking that trip? I mean, because I want to come too, but I don't want, I don't, I don't want to work Would you record good. it? I would record. Yeah, I could record you. Yep, yeah, I would be there for that. I can see. But I, you know, I would be here because I and got all the questions. And then you'll be opening up stuff. Like, Just at the consultation. Right. You going a little too rough right there with that little instrument? Okay. You, he gonna be Are you gonna be there for the? Are you gonna be there to like to help him through the aftercare? Part, I would like, be there. Yeah, but we can afford my aftercare now. I can have four nurses in rotation. Playboy Bunny, when y'all through, I'm 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 gonna stay like this, but I'm gonna support you through the wrap. They kick you out though a couple hours after. Oh, yeah, you, you got to go to a halfway house. A halffway yeah. house. A like yeah, they kick like you out afterwards. Half. You don't really stay in there after you get the. the you BBL, get wrapped I'm up. Assuming. You get wrapped up. Mm -hmm. They take you to your home where you go get. Really? That's why it's so cheap too. Because then it's like. It ain't yeah. cheap for nobody. I know if they were keeping you. Think about it. If you were, if they were gonna keep you and make and sure you was good, you, yeah. they was gonna run up a check to get you to stay like, like that. Like two hundred k. Exactly. It was like, why? I only stayed for two damn days. It costs. It costs. It costs. <laughs> okay, so if y'all won, I need to know. So, what? How would you spend the money? Well, me personally. I'm gonna invest in my business. I'm gonna travel the world. Yes. And I'm gonna do me the hey. King Kane way. Hashtag the King Kane way. Yes. <laughs> okay. What about you, Charles? Listen, I'm going. I'm different. So I mean, a lot of people get money so they get you know like something and they put the shit on Instagram so the world can see them. But I'm different. I if I get money and I make it, I'm happy. trying to see the world. I don't care about the world seeing me. So I'm going straight to Iceland. I'm getting in the Blue Lagoon so I can get yes. my mind right. Yes, Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Listen, I know somebody who just was there, too, and I was like, I need to step my life up. Yes. So it's in Iceland, and it's like, you know, Iceland, of course, is cold. But when you get in the water, the blue it's blue, for one. But when the water is, it, like, and warm. And it feels good. And it's supposed to be, like, some, like, people go there for, like, spiritual cleansing and stuff like that. Oh, that's cute. 
So I'm like, yeah, I've always wanted to Yeah, and it's like really come. beautiful, too. It is gorgeous, yeah. The one that's like crystal blue? Mm-hmm. It's pretty. Okay, what about you, y'all? How you gonna spend it? I'm gonna keep scrubbing floors for Luther. Nothing's changed. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be look. I'm gonna be living my little blue collar life, and I'm gonna be putting money back. And you know, I'm gonna take trips here and there. But I probably do like Charles. A said, billion dollars, and you want to scrub the floors for Luther? You know, so I will never run but out. But Luther's dead. Yeah. Now, that was just me being comical relief. Um, I'm definitely gonna pay off my student loans from undergrad. Oh, oh my god. god. Don't do that. Yeah, I, I just I'm just that's I'm the not first thing over with. And that's the first people that can pay. I am still poor. Right, listen, I'm if I healthy. get that, how much is it? How much is it? One billion dollars. One billion. Listen, I'm gonna keep paying her five dollars for the for the rest of my life. <laughs> you don't okay. care how much money you get. Okay. Pay her five the minimum balance every month. <laughs> I, know, I don't well, have I it. Died. I would. I, I would travel and I would probably buy my parents another home. That's what's up. See, and I would get that G wagon. I want to. It's yeah. more than oh. just. <laughs> but it's what just color? more than all oh, black. Okay. It's just more than just the surgery that I would do, though. So where I did you go it. for undergrad, though? I went. Where did I go? Yeah, I went to TCU, Texas Christian University. Oh, okay. Boom. Okay. 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 It's Ooh. also the sister school to your alma mater, which is Jarvis <laughs> Christian College. Okay. That's not my alma mater. Let's. You attended. Jarvis. I went there for. I went there for a year. Jarvis is the acting school. I feel it like is. a hoodlum for it the school is. I went to. Y'all Everybody y'all 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 I went to the University of Southern Mississippi. It was not Christian. They're it was dramatic. just like regular. They're so dramatic <laughs> from Jarvis. I don't yeah. care Jarvis people. I trying started to get me at, I started at Jarvis. <laughs> no, but I do love yeah, them. Yeah, my they cousin make went to good. Jarvis. They, make, they should all be on TV. I mean, right. Jarvis was a good HBCU experience. I mean, I learned a lot. I mean, Jarvis, I you said college was fun, as I quote you. College is fun. Jarvis is always going to have a special place. See, I That's love it. Okay, I want to go. So I need to go to Jarvis. So yeah, next time y'all go back. For the, their homecoming is always in the spring, and I want to go. Okay, yeah. I want to go. Oh, cool. They don't have a football team? No. Oh, God. Basketball. Okay, cool. That's cool. And it's real ghetto. Uh, and we talk about ghetto. So, yes, I'm here for what I can't wait. <laughs> yes, I love a good field trip. I'm like, where are we going? I'm here for what? Exactly. But we're going to eat. I'm going to tell you that. You gonna eat? We will. Uh, food is with good. the Delta girls, and Omegas. Your girls drove back drunk last year. Actually, uh, called the, me her and Daniela, and uh, it was her Daniela. That's because they know how Tiffany. to party. Yeah. That's what. That's where we learned I that realized, from. Right. I realized we, when we all kind of came together. I'm like, y'all party whole I didn't party like this. I did, but like, we did a lot of, like, club hopping. Like, me and my cousin, yeah. like, every were, weekend was in the club. But, like, yes. the college people had a different, y'all had a different kind but of we turn up. East Texas, though. So you, you, have have your, you have to make your own right. fun, yeah. yeah. And make you, like, kickbacks probably were like, yeah. yeah. Between us and then going to SFA every other weekend. Did y'all used to go to, where was the little club? They used to, were you down there at that time? It was some club actually told me they would drive to. Maybe, I think they would drive to. Moose and Saddles? I don't know the name. It's probably those two. Yeah, they, they they would drive to some club. Oh, go to Boots and Saddles. Yeah. When they started shooting, it was uh, a wrap for me. I used to want to go. I used to want to go to Coco's in Shreveport just just to see what I'm it was like. Just one time. Just I always wanted to go to Bella Noche's. What's Bella Noche's? Oh my story. God! It's in really Bella. I was just playing, but oh, no, why no, would you? I did see that. No, no, no. I do if you can't go to Bella Noche's, where the hell can you go? You had a wet, had a wet, had a party, had a wet. Like, Leave that at the wedding. Yes. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> she wanted them people wedding to get shot That's up. That's sad. I love it. Ratchet, listen. But starting at the HBCU, going to a state school was fun, though. It was a good transition. It was a good transition. Uh, HBCU experience got me ready for a white college experience right. let's be keep it honest and keep it That's real. That's what I was going to, because I went to. You said big, it got you ready? Because the thing about it, 
when you go to HBCU, they get you ready to face the real world. Literally, they're gonna tell you you're gonna have to face these white people. Right. Oh, you're gonna okay, get good. The, we, go. I mean, when we had first year experience, yeah, well, I went. We I had first year experience. They saying, hey, when you graduate, you gonna have to face all of this. You go to a black school now, but you have to merge with these other cultures. Okay, make then, sure you're respected. Well, Charles, what were you gonna point on? So well, you went to that's what I was gonna say. I all see. I never had a HBCU experience. Me either. Me, me, I went John, to a PWI. Me, right? us too. My parents. I was the only person in my immediate family that didn't go to HBCU. Everybody else did. My parents and my siblings. So yeah. and see, I, I yeah. said that, and I, I would have went, but they TCU gave me like sixty. No, no, what was it? It was sixty percent they covered. Oh, so I'm like y'all, right yeah, thing. especially right. how high TCU is. I it was high then, and even <laughs> now, it's like, hey, I think look, it, when I started there, it was not as expensive. It was still expensive, but now it's just like you ridiculous. Yes, debt. Yeah. Your admission letter equals debt. But like <laughs> I can just like uh, when I be looking at like the homecomings for like HBCUs, my homecoming is nothing like that. At all, and I didn't even go to any of the homecomings. I went to a like you said, predominantly. Uh, white university and the thing is uh we was definitely there was no homecomings i was not hanging out with those people right. not those people that sounds terrible but the uh, it was a private catholic university so the majority of the kids that i went to school with were w- went to a private school for elementary and for high school mm-hmm. and so i feel like it also prepared, prepared me for corporate america in regards to being too. able to be amongst them because i would literally like as far as finishing school, I finished at the top of my school of business. But in my classes, I was like the only black girl, the only black you know person in the classroom. Everybody you walk in yeah. got a MacBook. Exactly. You come in with a PC. Like what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I was popping. Okay. I had my tech. No, I was like, I was like, Daddy, uh, I need an iPad. I need this. Yeah, you know, they, good thing is I was Apple able products. to make that call. But well, you're right. It was a uh, fine bond university oh. in St. Louis. Oh. So yeah, but. It put me in that position where I was now when I'm in corporate America, I don't have any intimidation because right. I'm that's like, um, when it came group time, the white this kids who was, you was with. The white yeah. kids was right, getting right. into my group because they wanted that A. So and I'm see, like, that's, what, that's how I felt. Like, see, me coming from Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. I went to school. Like, my high school, I never I never sat in the class with a, a white person. Right, that's where I'm too. from. So I always, like, um, elementary, middle school, high school, I was all black, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to get that diversity of being around. So I was like, I could go to Jackson State, which is, like, a, you know, where I'm from, mm-hmm. but it's all black. It's the HBCU. So I, I wanted to get the diversity. So I went to a white school, and I kid you not, like, the first day was like a culture shock. Oh yeah, and I was will. like, "What?" It is because right. it's gonna Becky feel like really it's gonna feel like me. them you know and saying? us. It's, yeah. But you know, they just being in the mix with them people. Uh, with them people, like it I, know. I know. I, I didn't mean to say <laughs> just know. being in the mix with so because it wasn't just white people. It was like all kind of people. I had a yeah. best friend that was from Czech, you know, the Czech Republic. Yeah. So it's just like just having that diversity and like you realize like black people is just one subculture you know what i'm saying right but right. then it's like you have all these people and they were so much more exposed you know so it, just yeah. the exposure exactly. you know it that you get you from going, it opens you up like my exactly. first time going to europe was because i did a short-term study abroad, abroad. Yep. yeah and because we had a big international department and, and one of my marketing teachers was like oh yeah we're doing a trip to europe and i was like mm-hmm. how much it costs and then yeah. it was because it was through like ef tours it was really affordable and school gives you and, and money then, for it too. yeah right yeah. and we and it goes towards your degree plan right yeah well here's 
interesting. It was a short-term study abroad. It wasn't no school. I wasn't trying to do no school on spring break. Yeah. But it, it ended up being like a real lick because it was but basically. But you didn't get credits for it? Yeah, no, so, so it was no. So it was mm-hmm. basically a, it's a short-term study abroad. So it was just over spring, break, over spring break. And we went over. We spent four days in London, took the train to, to Paris, spent four days there, and then flew back. Oh, wow. So it was like so we were able no to do it. Setting. Exactly. We were able to yeah. skip the school and do. We had, did a bunch of like tours. Like everything was set up so it was super safe. So you were able to basically go over and get a taste of of this culture and, and everything. Yeah. Everything. And you're right. It it bring it opens you up. And then it also we would have like multicultural fest. Yeah, and so then all of those international students would bring things their from culture. their culture and yeah. their food. We used to have a week of each one. Exactly. Uh, and I think the only yeah. difference is I guess with HBCU you're getting you getting more of the root of, of, of yeah. where we are. And then I feel like Depending on the product, you know, depending on what did you call the P- PWI, predominantly white institutions. Yeah, I got nervous about that term, so I used to always say state school versus the HBCU. So I say a state school, like I call AM a state school, and then PV is an HBCU extension of that. Well, they got bought out by in 2008, yeah, I mean 2009. Mm-hmm. P, uh, PV used to be his own institution in A&M they systems the A&M system. um, when he mm. gave him some assistance. I'll say that well, mm. one thing for me, I went to a predominantly black high school. Uh, like I said, both of my parents graduated from HBCU. They went to Texas Southern University in Houston. Um, and so I had been immersed in that culture even as a kid. And then, you know, going to a predominantly black high school, when I made the decision to go to TCU, I kind of didn't really want to interact with I guess whites initially because I had never really been in school with them so heavily, but I knew that I kind of had to because that's where I look where right. you're at. Because you were at school, right? And, you know and what so I'm gonna though? always. It took for uh, one of my super like close friends to college. She was black and uh, Puerto Rican, but it took for her to hold my hand almost and say, "Get to know these that's people, how my, my take me was, to yes. places, like be a part of different groups to really almost open my eyes." Because at first yes. I was definitely you were very like close-minded. My roommate, my freshman I don't know these year, folks like that. He, I'm just gonna go to school and stay focused. Right. He was from a. Kenny, um, which is like now a little further out this way, but he, you know, is more immersed in like a mixed crowd. And so mm-hmm. he was the one like, hey, John, you need to take advantage of all these opportunities. Get to know the people that you're in class with because you're going to have group projects. You're going to have to, you know, co-immerse oh, at some right. point. Right, and right. so I will say it def- I learned from being at TCU, I learned how to deal with corporate America and like to get to know how they think, how they, you know, they, how they act, who you're going to be working with, and then also, um, you know, how to build those relate interpersonal mm-hmm. relationships with your coworkers, your peers. Um, you can't be closed-minded and expect to get anywhere in this world, right, d- d- despite right. race. Absolutely. Whoever you're dealing with, with race, ethnicity, whatever. But, um, and it, it's so funny, my job, my career that I'm in now, my boss that hired me, hired me because he was a TCU alum. Like, that was oh, a plus wow. for me. You know how you say your mm-hmm. resume speaks, and, mm-hmm. like, that really is a factor. I was qualified for the position, but... He really liked the fact, and the alumni system was just so strong. He like, and I appreciate that for him to be a white alumni and to hire a black male. Right, you know, like right. you know, he might have went. It was he might have went with a white candidate. You know, mm-hmm. um, I so I really feel like you know, um, like what's the saying? It's not always what you know, it's who you know, and right. how, how you like the ties you have can right. definitely help you. Um, you know, networking, networking. all that is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, um, I'm glad that I went to TCU because I definitely feel like had I went to an HBCU, I might be a little bit more closed-minded. I might not be so closed-minded, but I may not Ooh, have that's the outlook a topic I have. right there. I think because oh, that's now, a topic. Wow, that's a topic. Because listen, and nothing against HBCU people, but just having that different experience, right. like that PWI experience, 
like my my family and my sister, my brothers, my mom, dad, they all went to HBCU. I was the only one that went to a PWI in my entire family. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the way they think and the way I think is so different because they have they're not racist or anything, but they just have an outlook on like Caucasian people that I don't have because right. I had the experience to sit next to them. Right. You know, so they where they may think like, okay, well, all white people think like this. I'm right. like, no, well, they don't all think like this, and I end up being the advocate. You right. Know? Yeah. I went and into like, TCU the same way. Like I used to. I really that was kind of my thing. I didn't want to immerse with them because it's like they might, you know, mm-hmm. look at me a certain type of way. Or they may not want to deal with me. And I had a lot of like white friends that were like very. Um, just very, uh, very genuine, and they just wanted to really get to know me for who I was. Right. Kept like it's. I can go like back to like that side of TCU, or that side of town, and they're still gonna. I remember there's this one guy named Graham McMillan. I'll never forget. He was the first white friend I made at TCU. Oh. Happy go lucky white guy, just all around good guy. Invited me to his wedding. He got married straight out of college. Invited me to his wedding. Always keeps in touch. Like I saw him at homecoming last year. And I really don't even get into going to TCU's homecoming that much because the black population doesn't always show up. And that's kind of, you know, we, we want to see when we go mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Be, like, I don't know. And I don't, because, because maybe because, because it because may not, not be fun. like, it's not the HBCU homecoming. Yeah. It ain't experience. right. And that's what you like, want. Mm-hmm. You like, it's like, I want to go here and get this exposure, but it's like, yeah. I almost wish I would have like somehow been Went. right in between right. both yeah. worlds. Yeah, because I yeah. said that I was going to do, um, I said that I was going to do a PWI for undergrad and I was going to go back to HBCU and do grad. Right. Yeah, like, because I felt like in my undergrad, like, I, I feel like for me, just being a college graduate, I feel like your undergrad years are your, what's called your tender years. Those are the years that you are like, when you're, it's like you're, e- you're easy, it's easier for you to kind of like, What's the word I want to use not, to not be crazy? But when you're in your tender years, it's easy. It's easier for you to pick up on things and for things to rub off on you. I feel like now, if I was trying to like learn how to get to at 29, trying to get to know like and hang out with white people or Mexicans or trying to just do that now, like I'm more set in my ways now. That's you know true. what I'm saying? I can see that. So I felt like when I was younger, it was easier for me to get in there and like you know. Do you feel like people? What about like um, people that may have you know? Um, going to college late, do you feel like that affects them differently? Like, because I remember being mm-hmm. at, at uh, TCU, and it's not uncommon at PWI. It's not uncommon at HBCUs too. Like your military people, that, so you have know, the non-traditional yeah, students. the non-traditional students. Do you yeah. feel like it's an, a, a hard adaption for them later in life? I think so. Things? You know why? And 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 just I think so. And I said what I said as far as like me trying to go back now because I feel like those non-traditional students who go back to school if they've never had that experience where they've said like just say for instance they're African American. And they've never had an experience where they sat beside a white student or a Mexican or whatever, you know. So or white sitting beside black. Exactly. Yeah. Or white sitting beside black. You know, it's harder because they're now they, their ways. they're setting their ways. They may be setting their ways. And not only that, now they have a whole lot more experiences. And they've probably worked in corporate America before. Oh, that's true. And they probably worked. So they have more experiences that potentially could be bad. Yeah, more hangups you know? maybe. Yes. And I really feel like grad school is um, – I feel like grad school is more beneficial after you've actually worked. Yeah, and, and I almost yes, feel like if, if I could do things differently, because I did a year of grad school and I noticed that I went basically from undergrad straight, straight to grad in. school, and then I noticed that a lot of people in, that were in my grad school class worked for Boeing and for Amory and for yeah. like different companies, companies to the to point where it was like, "Am I doing this shit too early?" Like, cause because took, of their you, work yeah, experience, they looked after. at it as far as their approach. It it it, it made more sense, and I almost that's kind of part of the reason why I backed out because I was like, before I tack on any more motherfuckers 
motherfucking student loans. Absolutely. Let me make sure <laughs> this is the I path that do. I want to yeah. go exactly. under because all of these people are going through. They getting they getting some kickback from from their jobs. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, tuition it made me look yeah. at it differently yeah. because and it, nobody works in class. their nobody works in their undergrad field. Yes. I, most yes. of the right. I mean it happens sometimes, but right. nobody works rare. in their undergrad. What was everybody's <laughs> undergraduate major here? So I did political science, paralegal okay, studies, and uh, Spanish was my minor. Okay. Oh. Tay, what did you do? Um, I uh, business administration, so a bachelor of science with an emphasis in marketing. Okay, Ooh, I, that was good. Come on, marketing. That's what I want to go back to grad school for. I, 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 let's just look at the books, child. I don't, <laughs> I don't, want, I don't want you to waste your money. We could just, real? we could just, yeah, we could just think about it, plan tonight. it, and implement it and make it happen. Because it's just, because it, because the thing is, that's what I when it, I'm sorry, finish no. the degree talk. Oh no, I'm just saying I have a bachelor's of science in criminal justice and a minor in communication studies. Oh, criminal law was fun. I took criminal law. It was so fun. I liked criminal law was fun my favorite was courts and judicial procedures oh, i didn't take that it was probably might have a different a degree plan but it was pretty much learning about the court laws and cases and all that knowing your see, rights don't see, my, aren't you ready my takeaway from that was really take, being able the black to folks? yeah miranda rice is my favorite discussion like knowing your miranda oh, rights oh, so there was uh, like they have to read you your yeah, rights you have the right to remain silent anything because you know so that class was kind of i took a class called torts and that's kind of like yeah torts and judicial it used to be called that even they changed the name yeah scandal no, uh, uh, how to get away with murder? Uh, how to get away with murder. No, seriously, that's I mean, a big uh, thing. That's what you're giving me. How to get away with murder right now? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna go to law school, but I went to a pre-law conference in Houston, and it just wasn't for me for like the three years of school. And I'll, it, I like I don't want to waste my time and my money. Yeah. Um, so I'm working on my master's right now in LPC, uh, licensed profession, licensed professional counseling. I want to be a marriage and family relationship counselor. Yeah. Well, you we can have so much in common. You can oh my god. Goddamn, I need the counselment. Yeah, that's good. And the thing is, we need wow. that too because okay, wait, Whitney, Whitney tell us yeah. your, your, your. Sorry, okay. we're so quiet. Uh, get hey. your life, child. Yes. I got my like me, bachelor in science and mass communications. Communications with a focus in marketing. In marketing, see, and the thing is, but you're right. We're we're not working, and then in our in our field at all, like we should be. But you're right, though. But going back to the counselor, when I watched, uh, me and Whitney talked about this the other day, was watching the Breakfast Club interview with Taraji and her best friend about, like, mental health in our community. And they said that we basically was a shortage of counselors. And the thing is. Especially in the black community. Yeah, because the thing is with me, my my therapist, I love her. male counselors. Right, because, like, I love my counselor, but she's white. But as far as I can understand how where my friends, they were they have the same thoughts that I do, and it's like I be telling them because all I do is just share the information as I get it. It's like, well, I should. I talk to my counselor about it, and she pretty much, pretty much provides you with those tools on how to fuck to handle the shit right. and not letting things overwhelm you, and, and it's all about the way that you approach it and how you react to it and how you hold on to stuff because right. sometimes it's just not necessary I to wish, do that kind of shit. I, um, but we need more because people want to go to somebody right. that looks like that. And I went to counseling once, and I really wished um, the guy that I went to is a white guy, and he did a good job um but i really wished um that it was somebody of color because i feel like they could identify a little bit more like culture culture on a cultural line you know outside of whatever you're dealing with um they can also you know give you that um outlook based on the culture being able to identify the cultural identity they can kind of and if you really just look at it most counselors 
are Caucasian. They are. Yeah. You, know, you don't really see a black. It's a Caucasian driven field. Like, especially a lot of private right. practices here in right. Texas um, that I've seen. I've yet to run across uh, a private practice that I know of that's run by a black male. Because mm-hmm. um, I really want to do um, deal with, you know, definitely family and marriage counseling, but I want to also deal with LGBT, like that type of demographic. Because I feel like we don't really have a client, I mean, a, a you know, counseling demographic that they can go to for like, you know, relationship. They, they have them in like, I know there's a, there, it's big like in DC um, and maybe in Atlanta. I know I've seen a lot of uh, LGBT like um, counselors in, yeah, uh, in family seen, and relationship yeah. dynamics in DC, but in the South, I feel like there's not a market for that. Yeah, so yeah. go ahead Whitney and y'all don't really interrupt nobody. Well, I'll talk about my college experience, yes. please. Um, I went to TJC. I have associates in theater there. Then I went to UTA for a semester. Absolutely hated it. It was too white. It's a commuter school. UTA UT Arlington. Yes, it's a community. I I hated Um, it. It was tired and through. So I I left. Yeah, so I I left, and then I ended up going to SFA. Come on, SFA. And that's where I got my bachelor's of science in fashion merchandising. Where'd you go, SFA? I went to SFA. What year? I graduated December 2015. What year did I go to SFA? Yes. You was there probably way before yeah, me. You were, you were gone by cause, now. Yeah, because I didn't finish TJC. Yeah, I graduated high school t- 2010. I didn't finish TJC oh, oh, to yeah, 2012. I was, I was up here. <laughs> and then I did a semester <laughs> at uh, UTA. Then it's I like, went to. SFA is a trap school. I that's love SFA. Awesome. SFA was lit. That's the See, problem. I have a friend no. that's everything that went to me. for fashion merchandise. So, so um, do you feel like or were you already like in love with fashion and design? Yeah, already then? since like already. since like high school, tenth grade. Yeah. So then after going and spending the money, how does it like? Does it does it do you find the benefit in regards to how you approach things and looking at it from like the business? Yeah, I I think that you know, you can't teach style. You can't teach fashion. That's just something that's in you, and you have to have it. You have to get it. However, you can learn the business of fashion, and that's what the degree is about. And and that's probably where the where you probably feel like uh, like an extra set of armor. Yeah, like um, because you have the knowledge. You have the knowledge to go Mm -hmm. along with the hands-on experience and the mindset of how to be able to coordinate. Exactly. See, and that's what I wish I would have done is fell in love with something first. Mm-hmm. And, and then went to school. Be yeah, passionate about it. Yeah. You just bossed yeah. up on the whole scenario. Yeah, so y'all really just kind of found your way, like in school. Just well, I found yeah. change majors. A lot I, of found time. I, way, I found my way. I found my way in high school. Fine. I did. I did. Fine. Yeah, because I was <laughs> originally <laughs> originally my junior year. I got accepted to Xavier University, but Katrina happened mm-hmm. our senior year. Mm-hmm. So. After graduation, I still thought I was going to Xavier after Katrina. And then we got a letter saying, hey, school is going to be closed for the fall and the spring. You can come back the following fall. So I was going to go to TCC and get my basics done. Mom wasn't having it. That's how I ended up at Jarvis. Mm. She said, you cannot stay home. Uh, shouldn't put <laughs> she you said, out. I've been waiting for this uh, for 18 sir. years. Get that was out. real fun. <laughs> but did you really like Jarvis, like, at the end of the day? like It was a love-hate relationship with Jarvis. Um, I met my close friends at Jarvis. I met Wuda at Jarvis, but we got into it by the time I left Jarvis. <laughs> oh Lord! And then we became friends when I went to SFA. Okay. But um, Jarvis was like the entryway to life because I had a different experience than Charles and John. 
I went to an all white high school in an all white middle school. Me and John stayed in the same neighborhood, though. We both from Stop Six. My mom just wasn't having me going to all black high school and middle school. <laughs> stop so. Six. Elaborate on Stop Six. <laughs> 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 I think that's is that for us country. Folks? It's in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. yeah. It's on the east side I of Fort Worth. I got caught up out there. Hold on. <laughs> Not in the hood. <laughs> I got caught up in the hood, John. Listen. So I'm from Jackson, Mississippi, right? I've only been in Dallas two years. And the person that I was dating, the, the guy that I was dating, right? Not you had a trap king. Okay. Listen. I know that's all this out there. Okay. So this was like July 4th last year. Oh, that's they real bad. They had a big... Um, the parade. Like the parade. It was like a big thing. Yes. Like a yeah, all day, yes. When I say nothing but niggas. Yeah, all of them. Can I say that word? Yeah. No, this is all uncensored. Listen. None but niggas. And I don't even say yeah, that. Yeah, it's an annual thing every 4th of July. They have the black party the night before. Yeah, you know, listen, into the when I parade. went out there, I was oh, just like, because, so you know, good. I mean, I'm from Mississippi, so, you know, I've seen the hood before. Right, but right. We know how to function in the hood. Yeah, you know? but, you know, like, this was. It was different. <laughs> yeah, it was like a different experience. And Como is so kind of small, so it's a, it's just kind of like Is it like a together. project experience? It's a, it's not it's the very, project. It's, it's like, like very residential. It's very hood. Jason Lyrics type vibe. Okay, like that, okay, okay. but like okay. Fort Worth. But they got the shooting, like this yeah, every year, yeah, every, every year. year. That's why I don't go. Listen, and I and I told him, and I think TCU. But, when I but there were going to say that in a minute. Listen, and I told him, I said, listen, I'm just feeling. I have an eerie feeling, like I'm just not. I, I don't feel like it's going to happen. That's because that's, that's, that's your instinct. Yeah, and he that's was like, "Oh, you so like. bougie. You just don't. You just you know. You so you don't you don't want to go to the ghetto." I'm like, "Nigga, I like I've been in the hood before, but I feel like something about to happen." Right. It's time. Were you running for your life? Listen, three <laughs> minutes later. Like, oh, I just, I you know, we know. Okay. It's, it's a little late. It's nine o'clock. Like, my first homecoming, going back to my high school's homecoming for Dunbar, uh, after my first year being at CCU, I was too far removed from a lot of that. I was like, oh, my God, they still, like, a lot of my classmates this. were still rolling up in the same little things we was wearing in high school, doing the same thing, posting up outside the game, trying yes. to fight, shooting, like, out of I, high school? Yeah, yeah. like maybe my first or second imagine? year outside and nothing had really school. changed. <laughs> but I had been in a whole different world and a different dynamic. I'm like, yeah, I'm not used to this shit no more. Like I'm yeah. like I'm around yeah. people yeah. like Yes. Like I think I've, I'm like I'm a little so bougie now. I, I no, job, that's but I, I can't be And out. I got that can't vibe. But I got that vibe coming back. Staying in stop six, going to a predominantly white high school. Like I went to Lamar High School in Arlington. So you just come back every day to just back to hood. But they I got called the bougie one because I went out of the school. He district. was getting busted out. Oh, because right. oh, yeah. you went on the bus, no more. No, what? Because you went walking with us. He's no, my principal, okay. my principal in middle school. That. That's not what happened. My principal in middle school called my mom in the office, me and my mom, and said his grades were too good. Right. And we don't want him to fall in that trap. Fort at the time I was growing up. Fort had this trap of by the time you start middle school, you're going to end up in the game. Like, they recruit yeah. you from 7th and 8th grade. Especially so, if you're going to Dunbar, like, it's a trap. Like, yeah, trap Henley's connected. Right yeah, school, Henley's literally. connected so to Dunbar. I mean, you <laughs> no, have, no. I mean, if you don't have, if you don't have the proper either background so, so or proper parental or some type of support, so any, it's many, easy to many, find. Especially both. if you have older brothers or siblings that are kind of already bred into that and they breeding you into that. It's yeah, just a constant yeah, cycle. Just like a cycle. But um, so, that's yeah. when around the time they start trying to get kids out of the hood basically and my story is a little different we actually moved out of stop six when i was in when i finished third grade we moved to arlington mm-hmm. but i wanted to go back so i went to middle school in fort worth and um, finished out my last um, bit of elementary like on that fort worth arlington borderline and i was supposed to go to arlington lamar high for high school 
but I wanted to go back to the high school in my old neighborhood because that's everybody I started with from like pre-K up had just kind of went through, you know, the same school. So I wanted to finish with them. So I used my grandmother's address so I could be able to go yes. back to school. Who, I know all about that. Who is, who always do that. I used my grandmother's address, but it worked we're out. not paying that three hundred dollar fee. Here's the gag. <laughs> it worked out in my favor. Me going back to Stop Six to go to high school. The scholarship that I qualified for to go to TCU was being offered to students from Dunbar because they were trying to build the minority numbers yes, at TCU. So had I not went back to help, Dunbar, I might not have. Help, this is what this is where me and my mom got into it. Help me, I'm poor. By the time I got into high school. I moved around. I was one though. I was with a single parent that moved around a lot. So my mom, I was at Lamar, ended up at DeSoto. Going from Lamar to DeSoto is a culture shock. Because DeSoto is predominantly black now. It in the inside is predominantly black. When you move into DeSoto, you don't see nobody outside. When I first got into DeSoto, I thought I was going to another white school. Mm-hmm. I never heard DeSoto, Texas. I didn't know where it was at. I couldn't point to you on the map. My first day at school, like how Cedar when I Hill saw is. all these black people, I was like, oh, my God. Culture shock. It's so, so many African Americans. <laughs> so I have a question. What's up? Because this is something that, like, I always get into it with people about. Even though you guys have, like, you know, well, I, everybody got student loans in here. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, TCU only gave me so, 60%. Right. So, yes. so even though you have the student loans and, you know, sometimes they plague us as, you know, people who went to college. And you, but you have your degree. Right. Would you trade that experience for anything else? Or, like, because the, the thing is, somebody is said Is it the whole, like, to, if you can go back and do it again type thing? Would you not have done it? And then not only that, what do you think about this? Like, somebody said to me that it really rubbed me the complete wrong way. And I'm going to tell you what I said after y'all say what y'all say. <laughs> but they were like, you know, college is the biggest scam because a bunch of people who went to college – they don't need. They're not working in their fields, and they have all these student loans, and it's just pointless to go to college. Okay. And that is, the truth is, we do have all these student loans. Right. Yeah. And the truth is, a lot of people don't work in their college field. This but how do you feel about going? Would you trade the experience? Yeah. No, no, absolutely exactly. not. And here's <laughs> exactly. the thing, though: a lot of people who who take that argument, I feel mm. like they take it because you listen to the struggles of somebody who actually went to school. Yeah. What you get from school and that confirmation that it comes along with it, it means that number one, you can start and finish something. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people like to say, oh well, that, that you know, it didn't it didn't take a lot. No, it actually does. It takes a lot of commitment to go yes. to school because at the end of the day, and to finish. Guess what? Because you you a lot out of high people school, don't make it all four yeah. years. But here's the thing: is you out of high school you grow now that means that you really could do what the fuck yeah, you want to do just gonna say, right. it, it, and it frame, structures you as a person right. yeah, the, the years where you choice. find who you are you are at the liberty to experience and do whatever it is you want to do and i don't mean right. that to try to be like on some uh you know people like no but it is like, it's, no mean, but it's true like, you it really are true. at, at your own you devices to like if you want to whether you want to change your religion, change what you wear, change your personality, change right. your whole background, you change your identity, change your sexuality, change your sexual identity, whatever it is, you people. Right. So listen, that, thing, no, I'm right. saying like, I, get of, I, get, I get all of that. But that what happens. I'm no, is, seriously. Is that people go off to college and really find who they up. really are. Right. And you can find who you are outside of college. But y'all's two answers. Like, and I already know you're going to say something that, but everything that y'all just said, is the exact same thing. I summarize it the same way. Yeah. I'm just like, at the end of the day, like, I know I have these student loans. I know I'm not working in yeah, my field. Yeah, but this is like, but, this is the college student. This is the college struggle. You, this yes. is, you, you write, this come you, with you write, the you territory. got no student loans, but, but college, we, get, but we, for we me, I feel different like, spectrums, dog. Like, but for me, I feel like college made me, I, and like you, you said, feel like John, you wasted like, a lot of time going college to made me like reinvent, like you go to, I went to college to reinvent myself. Like I told y'all, like I went to all black schools growing up and I wanted to get that diversity. So 
I went to college and I reinvented myself. I remember when I first walked onto the campus of college, I was wretched as hell from Mississippi, and I didn't even know I was wretched. And when I walked in, <laughs> you, I didn't even you, know I was like, wretched. Like, uh, by the way, until I got exposed <laughs> to other people, I walked in in um, college algebra, and I was like all white bricks. Bricks. Mm-hmm. And I, everybody was like, he did ratchet. You, did, you, you, did you get involved in student government? I got involved there in There was a guy SGA. in yeah. my school, same thing, hood as fuck, left TCU president of SGA. Yeah. Like, no, because yes. it happens, though, and that happens also with, with like, even, like, um, I remember, I never will forget, and the thing is, I love her. I ain't going to say her name, but I love her, but she going to know if she heard it. She going to know exactly what I'm But <laughs> one time we had a group project, and I feel like certain experiences really prepared as far as black again us hbc pwi wherever the fuck you gonna go you need those interactions because you need the moment for somebody to like hey you need to calm the fuck down because yeah. the thing is have you or have you not worked with somebody who uh who thought like for authority are all fucked up and they be ready to like fight the managers and shit like yeah. that they be like girl no. you ain't got you ain't got it's no, your, fe- your you, you, you ain't got no just, feedback before right and you know yeah. what it People teaches skills. you like college taught yes. me how to think critically too yeah. you know what i'm saying Thank and you. just deadlines yeah meet deadlines to be responsible all that that's that was my favorite part be concise i can't stand nobody to be using a whole got a whole bunch of damn words get to the goddamn point, point. point. and, <laughs> and it's short it, get to it it builds your decision making am i gonna go out to this part time or am i gonna study for this exam yes. or like exactly. you know time management yes. all that yeah and if, I think it call- if your mama's not gonna <laughs> whoop your ass because they're not calling your mama when your grades is low okay. this is on not, you. This right is so you yo, you if you tell your parents what you got at midterm that's your choice they are not reporting i, I think Thank you. yeah like on you. i remember there was like certain things in college that our parents had to get waivers on in order to get that information to get access to like like it was people that couldn't even get access to their financial statements like right yeah so what they owe the school so yeah my whole thing i think college just pretty much like i've always been like independent and a go-getter but i just think being in college just makes you go 10 times harder yeah you know especially for self you know when you're in those undergrad years because you you have to motivate yourself because this is a self-motivation i mean it's goal driven don't get me wrong because you want the paper you want to be able to have your little tassels or whatever and walk right that's cool or whatever but it's commitment you this is you on your own saying i'm a i'm a i'm a give a fuck because your first steps in adulthood yeah but but i don't i don't think that well, in my field and what I do, I don't think that I had to go to college right. to do it what I'm choice. doing. So it's kind of like waste. It kind of was a waste of time, but it kind of wasn't at the same time. If you get no, what okay, I'm saying. Okay, so pose your question no, again. Honestly, co- honestly, though, nowadays college isn't necessarily necessary to do anything because there's so many self-made millionaires and even billionaires who didn't go to college or started. It's definitely helpful and essential to people who want to further their education. I never, I will never forget um, my first semester in college. I had a professor, and we were learning fucking Shakespeare. I always <laughs> hated Shakespeare, and I was Ooh, like, man. it was my English one uh, one hundred one professor, and I was like, why do we have to even learn this? This is like so pointless. Like, how is Shakespeare going to help me in the world? Like, and he completely let me have it and he changed my whole outlook on why I was at college. He told me, he said, he said college is, he said, you're in a university. This isn't a vocational school. He said, vocational school teach you exactly how to do a job. He said, when you come to college, we teach you how to think critically. He said, so you learning Shakespeare and you memorizing Shakespeare 
is how you it's it's gonna help you you know when you need to get in the, when you're in the real world and you need to learn the job and memorize it and you need to and it'll help you be able to like kind of like educate people because like, yeah, he, yeah, he to told be able me to like interpret and right right and he's Cause the thing is, it, is just reading it ain't gonna necessarily make sense right and, and he said there's able to look at shit there's, and Exactly, and he and he kind of broke down the two different types of people in the world. He said, you know, most people who work in corporate America are trained, and he said a lot of people who go to college become educated. He says two different types of people: you can you can be a person that's trained, or you can be a person that's educated. He said a person that's trained, you can show them what to do, and they'll always do just that. He said, but when you educate them, you tell them this is how you do it, this is why you do it, and then that kind of person is able to do the job, and they're able to go and teach somebody else how to right. do the job, and, and that's what college is for. Not just exactly. like, I'm a robot. It's like, yeah. no, the and goal they don't is... Sit, sit in that one position exactly. Exactly. And they can be innovative and effective and it's efficient. True. You know what I'm saying? It's like, true. And it's probably... And I guess that's where it comes down to, like, like the, the worker bees and the ones who boss up out of life, you know? Because everybody won't look at... at we'll and this at is no shade. Understand. This is no shade. But listen... A person that went to college and a person that didn't go to college or didn't further their education in no type of way, it's just a different swag. You know what I'm saying? It, it's no like it, that ain't no shade to nobody, and I'm not saying nobody's right or nobody's wrong, but it's just a difference. Like I can always, when I'm having a conversation, I can always tell. Right. I can Ooh, always tell know. like that somebody has some additional training. I, they don't have right. to go to college, Messages, but just right. further Messages their education in some exactly. kind of way. Like, like yeah. I want to be educated about this, and it's true because you know what you're right. Because I remember dating this guy. He was really into words. He studied whatever. I kind of forgot what the name was. I remembered it before. But like when people are really into words, but it was one of those things where because he took the time to really further the way that he looked at it, but the way that I looked at him and speaking to him, you knew the conversations could be completely different. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I just yeah. be dumb and stupid. <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I want to give a shout out though to anybody that uh, maybe didn't go to college but took the time to learn or, or take up a trade. And yeah. to, yeah. to to learn that craft, like yeah, and, uh, that has a craft and cosmetologists yeah. like that shapes you learn that's business. That yes. you like and the thing business. is, and it's even it's that's even spiritual. It's even scripture. Like you know, if you have a craft, study your craft. You know what I'm saying? Study study your craft. Hone it and make something out of it. Like if you if you want to do hair, or even if you want to take out the garbage, be the best damn hairdresser, be the best person taking out the garbage, and study that thing. Like you know, study it and make jobs. You right. know. <laughs> but I love college, so college is probably college. my favorite period of time. The, the core of this interview. I was yeah. a whore in college. <laughs> we had to build we up had to build whore. Whore. That was a nice icebreaker, though. That's my the thing. Part. My thing is now. Uh oh, Charles got somewhere to be. No, I'm giving this because I got nieces and nephews getting ready for the next step. Everything. It's college prep is important. So guess what? All the cussing, all y'all about to get this whole video sent to you. Okay, take your ass to school. Take your ass to school. Go to school, but like what I'm telling my sister, you don't have to rush off. I I I don't necessarily actually believe in the whole like. From, you know, you graduate and go straight to college. I actually really think that it's wise if you don't work while you're in high school is to get a fucking job. <coughs> and get some work experience. Get you some need work some work experience. experience. And also, don't be I'm trying to get my niece and nephews to work. Any business, whether it's McDonald's or it's... it's it could be it's Six Flags, yeah. 500, you know, Fortune 500. You're learning a business, and right. you're learning yes. the different parts of a business, and, and it makes it up, and you're learning how to talk to people, and how to hold your own, how to take care of your fucking self, how yeah. to keep up with your own goddamn self. And listen, get, experience get your own is, social security card. Like, my mama, that's the best thing she could have gave me. Because I had the big, when my mama gave me that, she's no, like, here she you go. Me like, 
Like 15, 16, here go your own shit. So you and keep up with it. Yeah, yeah, work, don't I, but you know, I say the same thing. Work while you in high school. I, my yes. mama made us work when we was in high school. I, I didn't did. want to. But no, you know I what? To. I'm glad that I, I did too. But you know what? I worked at McDonald's in high school and I'm glad that I did because I feel like, you know, I always say like, we're not products of our environment. We're products of our experiences and experiences, experiences shape thought. And I remember in 10th grade working at McDonald's, I was like, oh hell no, I know I got to go to go to college because this shit is not going to work. I got, the got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do this the rest of my life like Whatever hell no like my first job no. was at Foot Locker and I wish I wouldn't have spent See, so that's the job that I wanted no, I tried so hard <laughs> I, no, all my jobs before I like when I was high school and in college I always had retail jobs I started at Foot it's Locker retail. then I went to Underground Station and Journeys then I worked at Hollister and then I worked at every white boy well <laughs> so my last my last job when I was in college uh worked through college I worked at the coach store uh, oh, you had money. No, <laughs> I, have, I did have fifty percent off though. Which one? The one in Northeast Mall in uh, Hearst. Oh, they Hearst. Oh, oh, but when I left, I was really trying to get on at Louis Vuitton. I was like, look. But yes. then I ended up. Be a runner. I ended up. That was my last ride on the retail train. I was like, look. But I could never get a job in fast food. They just nobody would. See, I could me. never get a job in retail. I, I got I jobs in retail, no. but they didn't give I me a lot of hours. When yeah, I worked, at, I worked yeah. at Abercrombie. They wouldn't. They yeah, gave me no, like see, four but those are those big. Week. Those are those big places that have like sixty part timers. So yeah, like yeah, I went through the same it, thing with at Hollister. Week. Yes, one day a week. One I had good. My mama didn't even want to take me. She was like, I'm not. Foot Locker was shiesty with the part timers because they went off who could sell the most, depending on who your manager was. If you wasn't a good seller, you wasn't getting the good hours. I worked at Theme Park. Starting off at 15? Yeah, look at you. Whatever. Really? My first job was Chick-fil-A. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. My favorite. Okay, see, I worked at Chick-fil-A in college. Let me tell you about Chick-fil-A. They taught you manners. Chick-fil-A. No, yes, because. They did. they did. No, me and Chick-fil-A is probably. This is when you transfer from HBCU to PWI, and you still had an HBCU spirit in you. And I was having my full PWI, and then she said, well, you're fired. And I said, for what? And she said, well, you didn't wear your hat today. And then I was. I kept going in my mind. I was like, "Now, Jeremy, this is a white woman. You at the white school? <laughs> Keep it together. You Keep just it together. Fired you because you didn't have your And head? then she said, "And you can leave now." And I said, "You can pay me now." <gasps> and when she said, "I'm not paying you," I said, oh, "Okay." I start calling all my friends. Come get all the fries and chicken sandwiches you want. I start knocking shit down in there oh, and all All day, all day. I said, "Find your boss. Get him here now. He's at home." Call him, sweetie. Lord, and then I knocked over the lemonade. I said, find your box. Stop six. Find your box. came out. Say, what's up? Last check was zero dollars. The thing is, I always, always wanted to I got my full check. Listen, they had miscellaneous. <laughs> miscellaneous 280 negative. I got my full check. And then what she didn't realize was, at the PWI, we had the NAACP. I NAACP didn't play those type of games. So as soon as they figured out I got fired for no reason, oh, they was up there marching. They was at the president's okay. office like this. But you know, not, a lot of times <laughs> when you have like food places on campus, they're owned separately. Like they're not owned by big people. Mm. So maybe she had her own rules. It's the one that at SFA in Texas I is. Love a, <laughs> you didn't fuck that up. I love that. <laughs> he probably was being too black. In Texas black is an at will state anyway, <laughs> so they could have just fired you for no reason. Yeah. Black, 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 at black, their black, at, black. at their discretion. Now yes. SFA did transfer Bye. to HBCU. They like on this borderline. They have SFA a big they have on a the big borderline African American. Let me tell you what happened. So when I transferred, really? they were accepting transfer students from HBCUs. That's how I got into SFA. Uh, so it was a small little group of us. We knew all the black people. That's at how school. it was at TCU. There was like everybody 150 everybody. of us. All the black yeah, people the black see each other. Like, What's up? And then <laughs> our president 
which he's still the president now, he said, I'm going to do first generation scholarships mm-hmm. and send to all ethnicities. He said to all the black people, next thing you know, we came back next semester with 2,500 black people in our school. Now, we didn't know what to do with them. They were like, where do we go? The party, that's the first thing they was asking. We was like, okay, it's a lot of y'all. Look at you <laughs> make y'all make our own NAACP had to be moved over to the uh, movie theater, the movie theater we had on campus. Uh-huh. It used to be in the small little conference room. We're now in the movie theater. Got it grouped up. We had to get everything together. That was some, but we had fun at it. So that's good then. So the, that's so this is the variety. So I think, but yeah, but as far as school, so would I would I go back and do it again? Hell yeah! Yes, would I, I definitely have moved would. a little differently, probably. Yes, for sure. I would yeah, absolutely. I would have. Sure. Yeah. I would some, while I was in school. Yeah. I interned. I, I wish I could go back knowing what I know now. Yeah. Right. No, I would have took that. I would took that offer to Clark Atlanta. Like I should have from Jarvis. Didn't everybody want to go to Clark Atlanta? I, I, say, yeah, I went to go to Morehouse. Morehouse. I just didn't go because I had never been to Atlanta. Morehouse before. got Morehouse got me fresh. I, uh, I just want to go hang out on the um. What's that? What the Your, promenade? Promenade. Promenade. Yeah, somebody tell me that's where people hang out at. Like all the schools are connected in Atlanta, all those type oh. of schools. They're on the one street. Yeah, they are. Um, they yeah, all so on everybody one hangs direction. out like, like a walk. Street. Now see, when I I was in band in high school. I just want their. Money. I was too. I was How in band, so I got Grambling yeah. tried to get me first. I played trumpet. I played. Grambling tried to get me. Oh, I played y'all. three saxophones. Actually, See, I played cymbals. So I played the alto, the tenor, and the baritone. We got a band in the. Okay, I need to start singing. No, right, right. We went over. We went over to the studio after. But I did. I went from being in a predominantly black high school marching band that marches on the HBCU style, and I got the TCU. I said, "Oh hell no, I'm not going to be." See, it was backwards for me. The voting time to go and practice for this shit. Hell no, I just couldn't learn HBCU style. Because I knew core style. Okay. So H, I always want to learn HBC style. Yeah, anyway. Because you want to learn how to jam with Yeah, it. and I went, to, I went to I went to TSU uh, band camp. Okay. I went to Southern camp. So I already got some techniques, but I was like, I need to get into the band. But Gremlin offered me a scholarship, but then I went to Gremlin. I was like, oh, this is too ghetto. Country. Food, country ghetto for me. Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> I feel like I was back at home. I was like, I can't do it. I feel like I'm going to get shot. Crazy. So, um, I forego that. I was like, well, I don't need Gremlin. Um, I applied to Jackson State, but didn't get into the band program. That's like getting into Fort Knox. Southern was the same way. FAMU FAMU denied me after my first try. FAMU denied me on my first tryout. We had to send a tape. They said, no, sir. Two white fuss. (laughs) Come on. There isn't enough bounce. It's not enough bounce. I gave a good little... um, Sight reading and everything Come on the marimba on, with four musical terms. Four <laughs> mallets. Oh, and they said too white for us. Can you play snare drum, bass drum? I struggled. <laughs> um, when I was first getting into band, like having to clap the rhythms out and stuff. See, reading was, was easy for I me. I could read, but it's like the rhythms. That's how Gremlin got me. Wait, okay, which read? Right, with the, uh, right. All okay, of with them. the uh, a band talk. So <laughs> speaking of reading, let's talk about, so so King Kane and Charles, you guys are from the Chasing Dallas. Chasing YouTube Reality, reality franchise. Yeah, shout out to Chasing yeah. Dallas, yes. Chasing yeah. Reality. Yeah. So, yeah, so, okay, so we saw you guys on season one. We were there at the reunion. Let's first talk about, like, you all's thoughts of of the the season and, and, and how you were how you were portrayed there. Not portrayed, but how it was edited, how, how we saw you. Edited. You saw you. One saw word, you. edited. Edited. We saw an edited version of, your, of yourself. Uh, for me, I think that, you know, I came on the show very hardcore and mean and raw, and that was how I was feeling. 
Um, the same how I'll be feeling for season two. Um, but season one, I came on very hard, very angry and agitated. Uh, and that's just how I was feeling. You know, I have no bad uh, hangups on how I was how, how I was portrayed. I feel like I portrayed myself how I really am in certain circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. And that's legit. Absolutely. And I don't think um, I don't think I have any hangups on the way I was portrayed. I have hangups on the way people like voice things about me that weren't true. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So you basically, know, them going <clears throat> almost taking it and run, running with the shit. Taking it and running with things that weren't true, and not only things that weren't true, things that were so untrue that they were just like, really, you said that. What, you, you know, did you feel you like it was like a joke? Like, like what, what in the lip, love and hip hop is going on in this? <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you know, <laughs> it's just like to even play about certain things. You know, in the gay community, it's certain things you just don't say about people right. when you're Especially on a platform if you don't know them to be true. Right. And you know, Dallas, it don't, it don't matter. The gay community in Alaska, you just don't say certain things <laughs> when you're on a platform if you don't know them to be true. Right. You know That's what I mean? That's true. And that part so is true, true because yes. you're right. Because in the gay community and in any community, when you get on a platform, you automatically become a role model. Whether you want it to or not, you automatically Somebody's become, you. You, yeah, you, in, you, some be, way. in some that, way, and you become an influencer, whether you signed up for it or not, you or become not. an influencer. Yeah. So a lot of times what you say on the, on these platforms, they become law to certain people. And, you know, certain people don't understand that just because you're on the platform don't mean you're truthful, you know? So then they look at the person that you said it about and they're like, wow, so he's that now. You know, and they look right. at that, and they're like, they judge you based on that. So I don't have a problem with the way I portray myself, but I don't like the stuff that other people were saying. Yeah, one or two other people were saying. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a lot. I yeah. do say Chasing Dallas was better than Chasing Atlanta. Yeah, I did. Looking-wise, yeah. because I can follow the storyline of Chasing Dallas than I could with Chasing Atlanta. It was a lot. All over the place. All over the place, and some things in peace with some other things. Yeah, what yeah. I didn't like is that some of y'all didn't get y'all on, like, shine on well, something. Well, honestly, I feel like I differ in that because I do feel like as far as – I feel like both Chasing Atlanta and Chasing Dallas were – they both dropped the ball on portraying what really is going on. But I do feel like Chasing Atlanta actually completed their storylines, and I don't feel like Chasing Dallas – completed their storylines. I don't feel like anything came together. Like I feel like the production like could have been better. And then there wasn't like there was it no climax. Talk. There was now, no ending. It was just like and then they didn't even properly to me, Chase and Dallas producer or producers didn't properly like give A, B, C and D. Because a lot of the um viewers were confused. Like where is this even coming from? Because there was a lot of things that we were talking about on camera that we never even you know we were talking about the after effects of things on camera, but they, we never gave what actually really happened. So a lot of people were confused, mm -hmm. you know, and so I feel like the storylines were not um, put so out there like, So what would be like or, an example of a storyline that you feel like what was like opened up but not completed? Um, I don't want to talk about anybody else's, but I feel like I, I can go from my own experience mm -hmm. in the storyline with Reese G and myself, you know, as far as the things that he put out there, like, a lot of people were confused about where my aggression was coming from. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you're right. Because, because as he far didn't... as you all, seeing you all together, there was, so the the King's Pride event, and then there was the game night. Mm -hmm. And then, what, we didn't see you guys together again until... 
the season finale until the, the last the show. Yeah, the season finale. Hennessy and yeah. Chicken, right? Hennessy yeah. and Chicken. But the viewers kept hearing my name. They're like, "Okay, well, we haven't seen this Charles guy, but you keep talking about him, Reese." Right, right. So it's like, what's going on? And it was because Reese was talking about something that happened off camera. I see. What you you're know, saying. and it was basically in in um, an altercation, or well, it wasn't even an altercation. It was just something that. I feel like he was putting his nose in in a place that d- it didn't belong. Yeah, it did. You know, and then it kind of like. Know a lot of people like that on Chasing Dallas that put their nose noses in, in other people's business when they should just stay in their own lane. And um, that that's really the big problem. Oops. So, Dang, so when you say a lot, is that, would that be just Reese? Um, not only Reese. You know, I think it's it's a couple of them. Okay. Yeah, for okay. sure, for sure. Not me, okay. though, right? No, not you. <laughs> Just pay attention to those who mind th- mind their business and those who always have something to say about something that somebody else is doing. Those type of bitches. I think I know. I think I know yeah. who that is. Okay. okay. I don't, we've cleared it up that it's not Charles Jackson. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I know you. No, I, my brother, I, definitely yeah. get, I definitely get where Charles is coming from because yeah. there is some spots missing. Yeah. They, yeah. Because they're, they're, going from the beginning... And then showing everybody and then jumping all the way into the end. How do we get to where we got to in Chicken and Hennessy? It was like a piece missing. Right. So, right. like. Um, and so, but that big, basically the big difference between that time period was the Reese telling you about somebody that you were talking to. All of that blowing up. Mm-hmm. And then this this uh, uh, fake random ass page. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And yeah, do we oh, still know happened. who posted that? Uh, recently posted it, and then another thing let's just be clear for the people who were viewing the show what was edited out of the reunion was the fact that Reese G actually has five fake Instagram pages. Oh, so it was Oh, they, that I was edited that. No. So right. see, no, here's the thing. Watch we, we didn't watch the full reunion we, I, no, because it was I there. Did. No, but I did. So, so they did. You were in the building. So Octavia, you were in the building. We were in the building and we did watch the reunion in so it was a we, bunch of stuff edited out. I feel out. like, as far as just bringing in I the reunion, yeah, she did. No, she did. She, she said did she say had five say dummy, dummy accounts. accounts. The five yeah. dummy accounts. Right. Yes. I got one, and one is enough. Yes, but, but why do you need? Like, why do you need it? Well, unless I have two Instagram accounts. One is for business, and one is for you know my personal stuff. Right. So like, why do you? Why do you need? And I, and that's hard for me. Like, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to keep those two right. Like her buddies, even on her on, on their couch, as far as like even with Premier and Markel, they looked at it like that's some suspect weird shit. Yes, because it is. It kind yeah. of well, Premier even said that at the Chicken and Hennessy thing yeah. during the scene with her and Wuda. I mean, I'm sorry, with Reese and Wuda when he was like saying, "Well, if I had beef with you, and all of a sudden this stuff pops up, I'm gonna automatically assume exactly. it's you." Yeah. So I can understand why he said the right. same verbiage that right. you that you just told well, he me said about somebody else. You know, right? So, so okay, but I didn't catch that part because the part, I was really thrown off and the thing is I, I really like the show I'm still going to be watching and I, but I'm still going to have my opinions those are the facts right. and I just feel like the way that it was shot being there live I feel like the viewers they should have got what I got Exactly. Because the thing is, I was so into it that I was like trying not to talk. Right. Y'all we, was, yeah, because right. I had to I tell was, him a couple times. Okay. 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 You can't talk out loud. Because okay, But they edited the shit shut so up, certain people wouldn't look bad. You know? Right. And my thing is, I if you like want to, but my thing is this right here, because this is what Reese said to me on during the reunion. He was mm-hmm. like, well, unfortunately, some things came out 
and because this is reality TV, that's what was happening in real life, so we had to put it on there. But what also happened in real life is that it got on this reunion show. In real life, it was brought to light that you had multiple Instagram accounts, but you right. didn't put that on there. So that just goes to sh- like you're he's walking contradiction. The way that it was cut, it it wasn't as entertaining as I watched. And, right. And I didn't, and then I was, and I was disappointed in the quality, quality in regards to like I the saw lighting, all and the damn cameras and lighting, and I was, I was upset that the angles weren't shown that you guys weren't. I, I just didn't feel like it was. It, it should have been better. It should have yes. been better. Yes. It should have been. And I think my expectations were really high. And being there, I just knew, boom, this thing about to be good. Yeah, because yeah. you know, I was entertained. I thought it was, was. gonna be good. I even told people like I was like, oh, the reunion is gonna be what y'all it's was waiting on. Yeah. Right. But they edited it. They that. edited the reunion so certain people wouldn't look. Why would ways, they do you know? that? This is my only problem because this is the first time Chase and Reality had a full reunion. Mm-hmm. And I said you missed a lot of key points. I didn't watch the full yes. thing because I, I was a lot like, of yeah, I was like we we're missing a lot of things. Yes, so I was yes, like, yes. what is skipped? Why did y'all skip this? I know y'all normally have a fight at the end of y'all reunions, but there's something new for y'all. Right. Can we please and get the whole reunion? Today, <laughs> I feel like all questions were really answered. Yeah, except but, the posting page. I didn't get a full right, concise that answer because yeah, right. I was there waiting. Was I was like, okay, was the I part posted. in there about the uh, printouts the sheet. I mean. The, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, brought, the paper. We saw the paper. The yes. paper part it, being printed. Out. Okay, everything, we didn't see all the papers though. We didn't the, see everything, the, but yeah, everything. Yeah, we didn't see all of them. That everything that Reese thought was gonna make him look good <clears throat> was not edited. Everything that he thought would have made him look bad was edited out. And that's my thing, and that's why I was kind of skeptical about being on Chasing Dallas anyway, with him being an executive producer and a cast member, because to me that poses a conflict of interest. Because the moment I get into it with you, and you're a cast member and an executive producer, now it's a conflict of interest because you're gonna make it look like you're right. Don't push your, right. don't push your to, mic away. You're right. gonna try to edit it like you're right. That's true. Anything yeah, you ain't it true, true John? It's true. It, that it, interview it, was last week. I don't have anything to talk about with that. Is, the great <laughs> thing about that is, now, they're coming. They're coming on. So the, 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 we're, we're gonna get to that. Yeah. But you're right. As far as an executive producer and, and a, a cast and member, being a cast it's a it is a conflict like of interest. And I will yeah. say, um, Lacey, she was there to. He was there to start a pot. But in regards to me really getting to see like your personality and even being there visual with the reunion, that was like my BFF in my head. But then it's like. The idea that the loyalty like that in regards to like if if somebody ever came back to me and was like you better watch what you tell that bitch. I mean, Anybody well, I mean that's what Aubrey yeah. was saying. I was yeah, just saying that's what I was saying. And yeah. they had been friends for years, right? Yeah, they had been been the friends for quite some that, time. I don't like that. And then you trying to find a way to almost justify that? No, I feel like if you if you would sit around and talk dog shit about a bitch to me and then smile on their face. I don't fuck with that. I just stop being with bitches. I just stop being friends with so many people off watching the way that they treat they other move. people. Exactly. They be like, but I've never done it to you, bitch, and I'm not going to. And then once I want to give his, I, but I want to get, I, I didn't say anything about the Reese and Arby situation when we were there, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I want to weigh in on it now because at the end of the day, Arby said to Reese, you know, our friend, you basically, I told you something in confidence, and then our mutual friends came back and told me that you told them what I said. And recent thing is, well, they were our mutual friends, but at the end of the day, that wasn't your That's information your to go tell. Yeah. It's not your place, and it's not yours to right. share. Like, if and I tell you something, your Octavia. Weren't in, the, in the best place. Right, right. That's just like They're if really I tell, if you, me, Octavia, and John are best friends. If I tell Octavia something, 
you know, just because John is our mutual friend doesn't mean you go tell John. It's exactly. my it's my information to go tell exactly. John. You know what I mean? As far as how comfortable and how open you're going to be with me, you may not be in that Point, same that setting when it's all three right, of the us. Other right. And you should be able to be comfortable and know that, that what you're telling me isn't going to go loyal. Right. right that's the reason that. why as far as like friendships, that's why I appreciate when I watched you on the reunion was that you made it clear like work friends, do you feel like that's yeah. an insult to someone when they tell another cast member that may also be a producer that, hey, I'm fine with having a working relationship with you, but I don't care to be friends or uh, hang out with you on purpose outside of no, the No, the thing about that is, that was like somebody let me explain this. That? That, that, the, the thing with me and the EP of us just being and not just professional general, or just across the board, general, but just speaking on my, my experiences, like that was my decision. I chose to just keep, keep it business. professional right. because lines become blurred. Uh, trust is broken. You don't really know who to trust. You know, and it's just certain things for me I felt that were coming out that I talked about in my green screen. And I'm like, the show is not even now. How do your good Judy's know my mm, tea? Like, right. damn, can we wait till the show come out? Right. And then and your I good Judy's are running their mouths to Aubrey. And you know what I'm saying? Aubrey letting me know what's real. So it was just like, mm, right. this is just way too exactly. sketchy, like, way yo. too messy, and, and way right. too late. And the thing is, not for the not for the for the show. You doing it for just to get your own personal shits and giggles. Gain. Right, shits and giggles. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, and you know, um, I want to come in on something. I had a horrible, horrible, horrible wreck in February. Oh, um, sorry to hear that. And I could have lost my life. And a lot of the things that a lot of people on the cast would joke about was me not having a car because my car was totaled. But my whole thing is I still was everything. I never missed a scene. I never okay. missed a beat. I was still there to give what I gave. And you feel what I'm saying? You, 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 didn't, you didn't even Yes. You, you would never know. I'm so right. tough exactly. with everything. Yeah. Exactly. And, so it is, but, and, and that's who does? I don't. So it seems like it, it's it not really on the of... show. It's it's certain people that loved that live for for Instagram Live, and they mm -hmm. live for a nasty interview just to throw some dry shade. You and, know what I'm saying? And, thing, and it's whack. That's it's definitely whacking them. <laughs> don't don't y'all live for Instagram Live, huh? I've never gone on Instagram Bitches Live. Love Instagram Live. I have never gone on Live. I just say what I have I to say. I went on there and got there. a bitch together right quick. <laughs> we heard about your live choice. We heard about. I wasn't really good <laughs> But um, with Chasing Dallas and all, when we looked at the we reunion, and then we did hear about you. We did yeah, ask yeah. When, it, when the show first came out. Yeah. yeah. What did y'all hear? We heard that you was on live and you was uh, going off and telling them bitches. And that you kept a few people off their ass. ass. Right. That well, you yeah. kept people off their ass <laughs> and that you don't owe them no fucking money. And yeah, we heard all that. Listen, that's the truth. Because, and but you know, that, that really is the truth. Swear to God. Like, no, no, no. You and know, real, like as know far that, as me yeah. keeping people off somebody's ass. Like, Reese really had a comment one day. Like, two or three days. And... You know, that's not me saying that in no big bad wolf type no, of way, but straight up, my friends like, like really be. And the thing when you got cutthroat. real writers for real, for yeah, because they were dressed in all black. black. Yeah, because like, I, you know, I like yeah, at the like, end of the day, games, it was real cute for for TV and all. Right, yeah, <laughs> but my friends were like, "Who are you talking to? Like, who are you talking about? You know, they watching the show. Like, who he talk? Where he stay right, at? Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm just like, because like, TV shit, don't let this exactly shit fool you down. Yeah, and the stuff that he was saying was like just so egregious about me. It's just like the things that you're saying. Like, it's enough fucked up shit, truthful shit about me that you can say, but then you're gonna make up lies. That's a whole nother thing. Like, right, right. you making up lies talking. Like, about I'm a scammer and all that. Right. Like, 
No. You Tell right. the truth about and me if you want to make here, me look bad. And the thing is, especially <laughs> here in Dallas, though. Yeah. The thing is, the, the kids like to get together and kiki real quick, and then your business is spreading, and then it's turning into. Love to kiki. Of, yeah. yeah. And be ugly. <laughs> yes. And it did turn into a bunch of other shit, you know. And yeah. Like, um, this ain't the business, honey. Wait, we don't Kay, like what it. did you say But you're just not going to spray me with no lie. you don't hang with punks. I did, I did say that, and and and, and I don't, and I don't. Um, right, and like I said, like I I'm I'm 100% openly gay. I've never been in a closet or a box. Um, exactly, and and, and I and I live for the LGBT community, but what I don't hang out with is catty, jealous hearted, messy, ugly, um, envious, envious. Um, cause me, you know, I feel like I'm fly. I'm everything. King Kane. Like you have your own style. Yeah, you, King Kane is, is is definitely lit. And it's like when 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 bitches don't have that it factor that I do have, um, that's when the hate comes, and that's when the jealousy comes, and that's when the dry shade comes. We all watch the show, right? Yeah, we all watch. We all okay. watch. We, we tuned in. But, from, uh, okay, it's just when people one. don't have an identity, though. Like if they don't have an identity, that's when they throw shade and all that. Do y'all feel like you know y'all made any? Um, I'm not gonna use the term friendships because I know it's only one season in. Do y'all feel like y'all made? Um, did y'all walk away from it with any um, good relationships formed that might carry on? I think so. I, I honestly, outside of um, filming and all that, I would hang with Aubrey. I would hang with Kane, and we, me, Aubrey, and Kane have actually hung out before. Um, and B King actually is really cool. Like I, he I, is. He's really I actually cool. would hang like out him. with B King as well. Um, yes. I didn't really get to know Premier like that, and um, I didn't really. Markel is, we're, he, he's okay. We just never really hung out too tough. So, I mean, he, he could possibly be okay too. He's, yeah, Markel could possibly be okay too. But that's that it. That might be the case because. She um oh and Woodley he apologized to me and all that so he's did they show cool that too. at the reunion they showed where Woodley apologized so and he, when y'all got up and shook hands they showed that part they yeah. showed that part okay, yeah cool yeah. I thought that was very grown and mature yes I would hang out with everybody who was on my couch and move uh move Woodley over to where we were sitting because he was serving in his Fendi. Um, yeah, we look good on our couch. Yes, our couch was yeah. sickening. We had Gucci, we had King Kane clothing, we had class. Uh, B King was giving us streetwear, you yeah, know. Yeah, he was giving us a jean outfit on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couch, I couch was cute. Yeah. Okay, so we, we did, we loved it. Too. Okay, so what is so what's next for you all? So I know King Kane, we have Urban Renaissance. Yes, Urban Renaissance. Um, it's put on by Elite of Dallas. They're a very new company. Um, Jesse Renee, she's over it. She reached out to me. She's like, hey, I would love for you to come on as the head stylist so i'm basically just in charge of um styling the models making sure they look good look right um i actually train them because we're building careers here a lot of these models haven't walked runway uh this is their first time doing a lot of stuff so it's just sickening to see the growth and obviously the looks are going to be everything i'm working with four different designers so it's gonna be great next next Friday, October twenty sixth. I'll be there to support you guys. Thank yes. you, thank yeah. you. Yes, we'll be there. And there's an after party at Status. Don't yes, after coming. party at Status. Come through, come through. Yes, downtown. It's a straight spot. Um, oh, it's a status is a straight spot. Status is a straight club, it but it's gonna. I know, but friendly, I thought we always dragging you to the gay club. Which, but a lot of my homegirls have a good time. When do we always drag? When yeah. do we drag yeah. to the gay club? The girls love it. They said the the drinks is cheap. Last time you been to a gay club was. 
It's been a while. Well, I guess we've been going more to events, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You go to events. events. Which is fine, because the thing is, again, my husband, he not there. He at home. So I, it'd be different. It was different when I was single. I was like, yo, Bay ain't here, y'all. This ain't how I This ain't how I'm going to meet him. You was yeah, very interesting. I'd be there flirting with the, with the, with the, with the security guard. Like, <laughs> flirting with the bouncers. Man, the bouncers. That's but when you like, first saw Jay Seddon for the first you? time. I just love that. <laughs> and the thing is, is then, like, you saw Jay Seddon where? And At, uh, Icon. Icon. You've never was, seen Jay sitting in no. Dallas. No. And I was like, why has they got this dance routine? Is this I'm the uh, performance? How they know about this? You've never this? seen Jay sitting in Dallas. No. You said I never. No. They only Jay said properly in Jackson, Mississippi. Thanks. Oh, now it's called really? He will say that. You got to yeah, tell they, me? They buck. Not even bucking. They... They may book here in Dallas. No, not only Jay Sips are in Jackson, Mississippi. Really? I'm plugging my hometown. You hear me plugging my hometown. (laughs) I compare everybody to their state. Like, Mm -hmm. the boys here try to be more Jackson, but give me more Texas college mixed with a little PV. That means they can barely dance. Is that what that is? Oh. This is my perspective. I just I mean, if your state is not Louisiana it. and your state is not Mississippi, I just don't. Did y'all it ain't normal. Okay, <laughs> okay so we need a field trip then. Did y'all I need know a field that, trip. Um, I need to not to change Jay the demographic, but did y'all know that, um, does anybody who watched Bring It? I yeah. live for Bring yeah. It. Did y'all know that Cameron is a dancing doll? Yeah, I did not right. know yes. that. Like, she's going to be here tomorrow for yeah, the game. Cameron's yeah, Cameron's a dancing doll and Michaela is a Jason. Michaela is a Jason. Michaela and another girl from there. So when they had the Boombox Classic, both of them will be facing each other for the first time. I love it. And they're all from my hometown, Jackson, Mississippi. It's, yes. It sounds so good. Plug it. What was y'all's favorite part of being on Chasing Dallas? Or like, or favorite mm-hmm. moment or part, man, moment, whichever. Oh, let me answer the last question. I answer that. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for me? Um, of course, I'm still going to be doing party promoting. And I'm actually working on my own production company. And I got a, an amazing opportunity to like what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to do a nonprofit. Um, so someone reached out to so the the platform was actually a good thing because someone reached out to me all the way from Chicago, oh. um, and they want to help me start or they want to help me fund my nonprofit. Come on. So coming next year, I'm going to have a nonprofit, and we're going to ha- have a lot of like good seminars, such as like panels and things like that, to just talk about awareness, mm-hmm. like racial division and sexual awa- sexual addiction awareness. Yeah, I'm going to have to Thank be Yes, and drug awareness, and just like to bring a whole lot of stuff. And I want you there too, John, because we're gonna okay. do like um, um, relationship forums too. Okay, and I ain't got so my license do. yet, but I definitely show up in support. I have to put that disclaimer. I ain't Listen. got my license yet. I want to be out here like a speaker, false claiming. Yeah, I would love to. I actually want to get into public speaking, so uh, yes. I definitely will come out and support. Thank you for yeah. the invite. Absolutely. So we got that coming up. Okay. And we just gonna keep on chasing Dallas. That's all. Okay. That's good. What was your question? I just wanted to know what was your favorite moment or your favorite, um, you know, part of, you know, being on the show. My favorite part has definitely been the aftermath, um, all of the DMs, uh, the, the opportunity. <laughs> the blow up of stardom. Yeah, the blow up of stardom. I, I definitely think that, you know, King Kane has always been King Kane, but it's just amazing that, you know, thousands of people get You've to escalated. see get to see the yeah, sauce and the, the drip. Is, and we do, and, we, and the thing is, you've been like a favorite from the very beginning because it comes off so authentic. It's very so, authentic. You know, and it's like, I, that's the part that I like. And even even, um, even the passion that happens, even like with Charles at the reunion, I was like, I know he better clear that shit up. 
Huh. She was like today. your biggest advocate in the audience. Oh, like, right, right. yeah. Like, no, but literally, I've always lived for Charles. Like, I always went to bat for Charles. Like, no, you got the, the message about the letter, you need to read it. Yeah. yeah. She can't produce them. I think it was about I to come would, by her I seat. I like to be in the producing, but, things, but I want to get paid. I just know that they're not paying. That's the only thing, though. What I do hate and what I didn't enjoy was the aftermath of Chasing Atlanta. Like it's one. I'm sorry, chasing Dallas. It's one thing to you know throw your shade on camera, be cute, do this, do that. But my whole thing is the aftermath of the lives and the interviews and the this and the that. Right. And you're constantly bringing up people's name. Like if it's on the show, let it be on the show. Let it let it ride. Let it be what it they, is. But don't keep the control. don't keep the shit going. You know what right. I'm saying? Because then it makes you look like you 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 looking real pressed. You looking real pressed, and as if like there there's something that you're attempting to cover up. What's your favorite because term I for feel that? like what what N- I say? Nutting up. Nutting up. <laughs> yeah, nut, I don't nut. I don't like when people nut up. I be feeling like if if it's if this is how you feel, yeah, then that's how you, that should be transparent, yeah, like across the board. As far as this is this is how I feel. This is my opinion, and I'm standing on it. And I and I can back it up. That part I don't like. I don't like the idea of, of of there being any inconsistency in regards to people's like actual personality and how authentic they are as an individual. Because then it's like I don't got time to be walking on eggshells. But as soon as you find out and get an inkling, though, you just know how to deal with motherfuckers moving forward. See, I didn't see all the interviews. I saw all the lives. Probably mainly the last, probably like what our two episodes. Uh-huh. That's when I saw the lives become like real dormant. I didn't know y'all did other interviews because, not to be shady, I don't care about nobody else interviewing y'all but me. Sure. But the freeway. <laughs> but thank you guys for the <laughs> so, interview. We do appreciate y'all. Yeah, so absolutely. It was just like, when I finally saw everything, I was like, okay, the season is finally over. Y'all now I'm like a break, a breather. Collect y'all sales, get ready for season two. Right, and bring, now it, bring it even harder. Yeah, better. bring it harder. So I think, I, sh- I think some of the things from season one, the only thing I think I got lost in the reunion was Aubrey in Reese's situation because it came out nowhere. I almost got lost so, in, the, in, the, in the reunion. I really didn't like I that. I think Aubrey got lost in the show, and that's why, um, I got, that's why listen, I got lost Listen, the, the thing with Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey is a very sweet, genuine guy. And he doesn't like confrontation. However, he will get you together <laughs> if he has to. Um, but the thing about me getting to know him, Aubrey is very quiet and he he does have that that awkward shy energy. But I think that when he's trying to, when he was trying to explain himself at the reunion, I think that he, he was just so emotional about it yeah. that he really couldn't explain, explain and in depth how he, how he really right. really really felt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and I can see how that could happen, especially with the with the dealings between the two and if somebody is like a continuing continuously like not owning the shit, mm-hmm. it would really make me just like want to fight. And that's my whole thing, like if you throw shade or you say what you say or you do what you do, own it and stand in it exactly. and live it and and and, and just do you. Some Don't throw your like shade and then DM somebody the next morning like oh i hope you didn't take right. offense to that right. we'll do, we'll like right. just own your shade and be shady the bus to deflect it's like no 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 you're still on the bus pumpkin it's exactly still, still, you. You, still you left you know i mean in all chasing dallas was very entertaining it was we'll definitely be i didn't i didn't know two. the reunion turned out the way it did until i started looking at the comments and then i said let me look at the first like 20 minutes 
Yeah, and then I, I was it like, all. oh, okay, yeah, I see where everybody's going with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see just, where again, everybody's the, going the, with there it. There should have been, the, again, in regards to certain things, hopefully next time again, whoever's the host, that prompting needs to be right under their, their, their first camera. And then the camera needs and to then, be on top and of the, it. And the thing is, as far as the cameras and the angles, you should be able to see everybody looking great from both sides. Mm-hmm. You should also, because the thing is, most of y'all so damn shady, y'all facial expressions was should really have been, shit. Should have been. Yeah. Should have had its own. <laughs> you know, if up. you was kidding it from this angle, there should have been a small little little box of, of what these people look like because that's the part that was getting me. I'm like, they cracking me up. See, this is a communication and marketing major. I'm <laughs> I think that's right. what we, we, down. Yeah, we would be looking yeah, at bi language. We, we still feel all like. of it because that's what that is what made it. That's what my, made it all really come my together. My favorite part of the reunion um, was when B King asked Markel, "And where did you take your vows again?" Oh yeah, B King, baby, she can read. And when she said, "But that's where your book is selling." Oh, I died. Because I mean, now B King, and I like Markel. I I really that's do like him. We know that y'all friend. I don't really care for Mark. No, King. But but he wasn't ready for Big King B King's read. Yeah, and I already knew because Markel like, likes to throw slick shade. But but you know when it's was right ready. there in your face, you go back. You know you don't right. really. And that's why I appreciate. Yeah. I was like, you thought you had your match. You thought you can trump. No. But you couldn't. <laughs> there's nothing good. There's nothing better than like the, that good back and forth, though. And it was really nothing good. Nothing worse than watching somebody almost just get, keep taking it. It's like, so no. you ain't gonna come back. You're and the comeback, it was good. I was like, do it for like another thirty. But you know what? Right. <laughs> right. But you know what? No. But you know what? My thing was with Marquia, and you know, it's I don't feel no type of way about him or whatever. I don't have no hard feelings or ill will towards him. But my thing was with him is. With Big King, if you don't understand what Big King is doing with his relationship, don't be shady about it. Just be inquisitive about exactly. it. You know, ask questions and to and try to understand. Is, and that's what I Nobody's asking of- him why he went on cheaters and was fighting and all over the ground and doing this and doing <laughs> right. that. Why, why you was acting that ratchet? That was good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. You need to go. You need, I need to go. The thing is, I haven't watched it. It's on, uh, it's on YouTube. You or the Bill Cunningham show. I mean, what Bill Cunningham show? Who is Bill Cunningham? I don't know. I just saw it on our show. Oh, y'all so silly. But even, but you're right though. It's true. It's true. But I think what Mark Hill tries to do is have that interesting, almost reality TV, like like shade and drama of it all, trying to like keep that piece going. Mark Hill, right. we love you, but your claim to fame got to change. Like you can't be claiming to fame. Talk about you was on Cheetahs and the Bill Cunningham show. Those are not like we. Nobody <laughs> well, wants to be associated with the likes of that. And then so come stop. on, chasing Dallas, and just like. I'm so classy and refined. Yes, mm-hmm. like you know, you was on. Nobody really wants to read a book from somebody but who was on cheaters. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we love Let's you, and I, I got question. your book too. By Can the I way. go to my next question? I'm going to my next question. <laughs> so, season one is done. We know y'all prepping for season two. We already know that's happening. But out of who y'all have in season one, who would y'all keep? And who would y'all dismiss? Thank you for your service. Or thank you for your services. Ooh, let me go on this one. <laughs> um, I will definitely keep everybody who is on my side. Um, I will make B King probably a B cast member because he's just booked and busy and doing his own thing and wasn't really present. Mm-hmm. Um, Markel has to go. Um, I don't think he brought anything special or spectacular or different or swaggy or unique to the platform. Um, so he would definitely have to go. Um, I would probably I would p- replace Wuda with him. Um, 
I think Wool is perfect for the show. He brings class. Um, so I definitely think he, he could replace um, her. Um, and that's pretty much it. And I would probably bring on one more interesting, dope uh, person with a with a unique swag, probably a singer or actor or somebody in the art that. field. Because it's yeah. lonely being on the show, being in the arts. That's true. Because the see? thing is, that's what I want to see more of is, like, you all – going out to each other's events and seeing that. I mean, don't get me wrong. We know we got to get the shade and the cadiness. I do. The work. I want to see more of the work. And that's the thing that I was upset about because we, I did a whole lot of events, not just with King's Pride. I had other things going on. And and Reese, I told him about that. You know, King's Pride was just one thing that, you know, party promoting, but I had Mm -hmm. other things going on and he didn't capture any of that. And I don't know if it was because he was angry because whatever, whatever. But he didn't capture it. And all of us had other things going on. We all actually have real lives. We work real jobs. We're very educated. And we have, you know, we're model citizens. Right. And he didn't capture any of that. That's what right. pissed me and, off. And I need I need that. I need, because the there needs to be a balance because... Um, I feel like the show is cliche. Why, I'm yeah, sorry. The like, thing is, and, and you're right. And you know, but that's what Margot brought up during the last episode is that it was almost sticking to, it was sticking just, it was basically aligning itself with the stereotypes. But you know what? Honestly... I don't think everybody on the show did, but I think that the executive producer further perpetuated the stereotypes of gay people. Because y'all were that, sorry. Think, like and, he I think did. The, and I think that that's all that he knows, though. Honestly, as far as well, like, but you, right. but you know, maybe that is, but maybe that, that is all that you know. But then don't come off to us. I no, I'm not going to give him that. That's no. not all that he knows because <laughs> at the end of the day, when I interview with him, I knew nothing of chasing reality, the brand, and I knew nothing of chasing. Oh, I didn't know Atlanta. Anything about any I never watched right? chasing Atlanta. I only started right. watching y'all. So, now, and, see, and so wait now, a minute. But wait I was telling Huda. I let me never watched the franchise of Atlanta, so I was like just watching. Right, but I want to finish this point. So when he sat at my dining room table and he told me this is what we're going to do. He said we're, we we sought you out along with others because we want a more conservative um, bunch for to represent Dallas because Dallas is a more conservative city than Atlanta is. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I get it. But I'm, what I'm not gonna do is get on a platform and be drama and you know be throwing crazy. drinks because that's not my that's not our that's everyday lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't do that, and we don't you know that's not what we do. And we don't even hang with people. We don't even hang with the likes of people who do that. So you know, for you to get on this show and feel like, oh, it's gonna get. I, I feel like it started off great. And then I felt like he probably thought that it was going to get boring. So he felt like the only thing I have to entertain people is to bring, the only thing I can do is bring drama. And that's sad when you feel like you have nothing left but drama to entertain people. Because our our real lives could have entertained people. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. <laughs> to me, been there entertaining. Oh, we have Patron today. Oh, Patron yeah, by the way, we didn't tell him what drink we was drinking. That's okay. We, we, we still tell Right, because I'm yeah. tipsy. Sorry, yeah, guys. It works that way. Thank you. I mean, but in all, uh-huh. I think y'all had a very. I love y'all. I think oh, I, I didn't say this, but I would definitely. Yeah, I would bring Tony back season. too. I would definitely bring Tony yeah. back. Yeah. Absolutely. See, now Tony needs to come. back. I wish Tony was at the reunion. I think it would have been a pop in reunion. Now had he been there. Here's the truth from my perspective. At first, I didn't like Tony. I'm just gonna be real honest. Until I saw the full season. And I was like, I saw the reunion. I said, yeah, definitely Tony needs to be here. I really need Tony at the reunion, and now I need him to come back for season two. Because there was some things. Now I got questions. (laughs) And I need those answered. I need those answered But even the the way that he was, I remember when we first were just talking about the show, and I was like, what is he so mad about? I was confused, too. But then with time, and not with time, but even with us seeing more and then finding out more about his background, that kind of, it makes sense how, again, some people... Um, like you said, could be going through shit and you don't see it on them where others is walking around with a chip on their shoulder and it's like, what the fuck is, so, what is wrong? 
you know. But he but was, he was entertaining, I, though. But you I know like what? I, a lot of people like to push the narrative that, oh, well, Tony was acting like that because he was on drugs. No. No, I don't no, think that I don't, was but I don't think it was that. No. I think that he was, it was a whole bunch of BS that was given to him by the executive producer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Period. And that's why he was acting like that. It basically revved him up like a, like a, little, like a bull. Way that so y'all caught play. that? Y'all saw yeah. that he was yeah. revved up? Well, yeah, we. Okay. I thought we, I was we, tripping. We, yeah, we, That's, we, I, I knew that. Yeah, I already knew. Yeah, he was being told everything that I was saying in my confessionals yeah. to rev him up. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I had been doing that though. Right. right. Oh, I hadn't so even said that the, in one of my interviews and it was edited out. So is that And the viewers the, called that because the, a lot of people was like uh, the drama seemed forced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. The viewers called it. Like was that episode two or three? When y'all had the Easter, Easter egg hunt. it was like three, four. And three, let me four. let me clear okay. something up. Um, I did have that situation with Tony. That was a genuine, true uh, situation. But the thing is, I, I, I know that filming reality TV shows, I knew that I was going to see him at a group event. Right. And I was going to talk to him about that, period, point blank. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, his friend went back and was telling him all this stuff and this, yeah, that, and the third, it up. just added, you know, more fuel to the fire. So it probably wouldn't have been such an explosion had I just approached him like, hey, come here. We need to talk once right. I saw him at wherever but, I saw it, him And at. I guess even when you think about it from the, the from an entertainment aspect, there is this whole like, okay, then I'm going to put you in this scenario with this person and I can get you all of this background react. Mm-hmm. You know, and then based on how he came at you, of course you was gonna. Oh, I got time today. Uh, I always have time for fuckery. Right, so if I you try it, I'm gonna try it ten know, times harder. Right, it, and the good thing is it, it it made for it made for an interesting it made for an interesting scene. It was basically the that outside of what Chicken and Hennessy was really those like blow up kind of yeah, scenarios but, else you, was a but low key though you, you be needing those yeah. though and, it, and I wish that we weren't so driven by like oh I just can't wait for some juice where I is wish uh, the, the, we, the, the storyline between Tony and I feel like it could have been pushed out throughout the season a little more and broken up you know maybe the blow have. up couldn't have yeah. happened until episode five or six right right you know this is true yeah. this is true it could have given some time because then that would have it, it would have been there would have been more than just one scenario to be kind of like tripping off of because then it turned into this either uh, Charles and Wuda scenario or this Reese and Charles. You're right. They just, the thing is, you definitely, you deserve like a check and definitely you should have got one of those pictures. <laughs> I feel like Tony should have got, got a check too. I feel like I should have got, got a check. With the black background, you should have got one of those pictures. And an apology. Yeah. And get either. From, well, Wuda apologized, but I didn't get that from. Yeah, because that's where it all kind of, it really fueled from because especially with you guys, it was, it was like a height, and then it was like, all right, right, yeah. we, you know, and then boom, then Tony is gone. But you're right; I would have, it, it would, it could have been more it, entertaining. We, Tony we and I are actually going to have a sit down here in a couple of weeks. Aubrey's going to facilitate that. So. I love it. Yeah, we're going to okay, film good. it too. You know, okay, you guys I, I don't know if it'll be on chasing dallas but, but it's definitely going it. to be filmed okay, okay i think that is good because i think Y'all have to we put owe that to our fans you, you know i'm, I'm over it down. i have no 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 uh issue with tony i wish him nothing but the best and he is back in dallas so he is back What's up, okay tony? so here's the thing though as far as charles so did you meet tony in the dms too i had to ask markel that last time you really that's everybody he said that Tony. Right. It wasn't. He said that at the reunion. Everybody on the reunion, like literally, yeah. I don't. They but didn't show t- that did. They no, he did because he remember he said they that. They showed um, that how you all met Tony. 
don't remember that part. Because didn't you say you they... almost didn't respond when he hit you up? Was yeah, you? But okay, yeah, yeah, and he, and we did meet in the DMs, but just to be clear, it wasn't on no fugaziness. It was, it no, was on like well, not fugazi, but it should have been like <laughs> no, it was on pleasure. business. It was on business, was straight on business up. Yeah, he came at me about like you know talking about the season or whatever, and you know. It was like he came at me because he wanted something, but then when I responded and I'm like trying to get information out of you, it's like he Ooh, came. It was like uh, he came at me like I was the one that reached out, and I'm like, no, you reached out to me. Like, what's up? Mm. You know, like it was just kind of the energy was weird, and so it was like, okay, bye, bitch, because I ain't got time. Okay. Yeah. And then like he came back and we came back, and it was like you know, and then I I further uncovered the fact that you know he just felt like I don't know who to trust on this show because. Someone was in his ear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. the thing. It was just like, I feel like our executive producer, and this is no shade to him because I don't but think about him when tried, I'm not asked about him. To, you tried to puppet, be the puppet, what's good, puppet master. That's what you try to turn this scenario into where I'm going a, I'm to a feed certain things, certain places to get a reaction. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I give that that is the role of the producer. The role yes. of the producer is, but you know, that's the thing, though. People get it misconstrued. Like, the role of the producer is just not to say, this person did this, just to rev you up. The role of the producer is to give the information so you know what's going on. And you can respond naturally. This that's That this makes for a good true. show. I mean, this is true, but have you ever watched Unreal on Lifetime? It's basically this show about... Uh, the producers of this show, like I mean, excuse me, it's a show about producers. So it's like a like almost like The Bachelor, but it's everything is seen from the eyes of like the producers of what it takes to get these different things and what's going to be entertaining and what's going to rev up ratings and these that and this that, and a third. And as much as you you're right, you'd want it to be like oh we brought these people together, but no, the the big boss is basically pushing your job is to is to get the maximum crazy out of this person i want to get the, and see I that's the thing the, but we have the, to get to get a some clip worthy yeah i, I mean material. i totally understand that but i feel like you know as people who are just we're all everybody here is evolved in their thinking and yeah. i feel like as people who are evolved in our in our thinking we can't keep resulting to that kind of thing you know what i'm saying right. we can't keep resorting to that because that's right. not you know what i'm saying like you can say Anybody can make dogs fight. You know what I'm saying? Anybody right. can do that. But right. it takes somebody who's evolved in their thinking to say, hey, I'm going to give them the information and we're going to let them, we're going to put them in a room and let them actually handle this naturally. Because right. that's what we need to see. We need to see more people handling things naturally and not the love and hip hop way. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Not and the that's love what I talked about. But, but you also, know, but again, keeping the entertainment. Keep yeah. it entertainment. Right. Yeah, I agree. Right. It's in it. But you know what? It's, I think that it's entertaining. Conflict is entertaining, period. But it's a way to do conflict. You know what I'm right. saying? And, 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 and drinks being right. thrown and fighting and, and, and cussing each other out is not the only thing that's entertaining. This is true. Because we watch a lot of the shows with of other races who are on shows, million dollar and listeners. They have not. conflict all the time. You never see them cuss each other out and fight. And, throw. and those true. ratings are through the roof. This is true. So you know what I'm saying? You have to reach a, a different... It's a way to do it. It's a way to do everything. But it's yeah. just like with our people. And I'm not even going to limit this or marginalize this to the gay community. Right, just right. the African-American community, period. We feel like when we get in front of the camera, the only way for us to be interesting... It's an act out. Because if you look at those... Top, you know, yeah. it's a, a whole other... Sh it's a, a shitload of shows outside of our community that they don't act like that. And those shows are very entertaining. And true. those are reality shows, too. Like, even with the housewives, you don't see... the. The black housewives and the white housewives, the way the production handles those two groups of people are two totally different ways. You're right. Because the black housewives fight. The black housewives fight. 
The Beverly Hills. The house, they, New Jersey ones do too. They got a little rough oh, this season. They do yeah. have a look, New Jersey too. New Jer- New Teresa but the, they like mob them. people though. Like they all yeah. attached to the mob in some way. Right, so that's right, expected right. of them, you know. Right. But I'm just saying, like for the people, like black people on every type of platform, whether it's a dating show, celebrity apprentice, anything, it's, gotta be some it, shit. it's always we got to fight or throw a drink. It's true. And it's like we have to get beyond that. And if I don't push nothing else in my whole life. This is, I just want to push right. that, and, then, and you, you know, should, you should stand behind it and, and yes. hold that because at the end of the day, it'll it'll help you in the way that you move. But then also keeping in mind that if if somebody's gonna be recording you, you should also be interesting. Period. As far as if you're gonna be on the show and be a cast, but that's mate. the thing though. It, but but you know what? I'm gonna say this too. I'm gonna say this too. Interesting to who is always the question because it's only a it's only a certain person. Uh, it's only it's a true. certain person it's of a true. certain education and a certain socioeconomic class that go up for people throwing drinks and fighting all the damn time. It's because true. it's a guilty pleasure for me, but I don't have to see that all the it's damn true. time. It's true. I it actually could not watch pleasure, it at all. Like you know right. what I'm saying? And, and you're right because at the end of the day, what I really wanted because I feel like y'all. Oh wait! Oh, can I can throw... I get this thought out? Yes. I'm sorry because it's gonna kill me <laughs> if I don't get it out. Yeah. Because the only reason why we watch shows like that anyway, if you just think about it, think about the reason why you watch. Housewives, and think about the reason why you watch Love and Hip Hop. It's only to make you feel better about yourself. Because when I see them fighting, it's just like, listen, if I know this person make got M's in the bank, mm-hmm. but she is fighting and throwing drinks and handling shit like in a ridiculous ass way, I'm like, okay, well, if she do that and she got M's, I know I can do the shit. I know that I can <laughs> yeah. be a better person. I know I can get M's, and yeah. I'm a better person. You know what I'm saying? But so I, we watch it to feel people, better I'm, about ourselves. I do. <laughs> but you're saying I, a, a little bit, but but not really. I feel like if you're watching it and then you're you're taking that in a way where you like, I could do that too. Only the only reason why I I feel like that is you're, you're being influenced by by producing by production. No 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 no. When because, I say I can do that too, I'm not saying I can fight and throw drinks. What I'm saying right. is. I can make money like she's doing, but I don't have to. Right, you know right, what I'm right. I get what you're saying. You're right. So that she part, lowers the right. like that person lowers the standard of how to act in society. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? right, right. And they do. And you're right. And, and the thing is, don't get me wrong. I like to see that, but I also I, I think that it's so important as far as the show that it, there is balance in regards to the drama and the the actual entertainment and actually seeing That's what true. the fuck it is that you do like what's the point of me watching you on here what are you doing you know what i'm saying yeah. but you're right as far as who's watching that is key as far as who's your actual target audience but were those questions answered for you like when you when you when you look at the cast can you go down the cast and say okay such and such does this such and such does that like no. does that no. make does, no. does that make any no. sense no, no, for no. y'all for certain ones i feel like they got the time, like, as far as, like, Charles, we got to see him in the environment. I got to see you uh, sit down and have your conversations as far as, um, was it was his name, Justin? Justin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so it's like, I got to see, and but your personal style spoke those volumes, even though we didn't necessarily see, like, racks of clothes. But I would love that to be a part of, like, the exactly. next thing. I would love for us to be, for them to be shooting you at your studio. And then, don't get me wrong, it, it's just in regards to where you meet. And I think it would be better for the show anyway, those control. Uh, environments for audio because mm-hmm. shooting outside that ain't it's working. not gonna work. Oh yeah, I saw, yeah, that was a lot of a lot of wind, that irked my, wind and irked my nerves. I, I, I yeah, I thought it was back in the foreign language yeah. movie. I, was I feel like it's, it's just again, I, but like you said, yes, I loved it. I feel like certain people I got to see what they do, but as far as like seeing Reese style or seeing um Markel Yeah, but even like with Markel, we didn't get to see anything Arthur related. We didn't get we to see We just saw him going to see his ex, right? 
We saw him do a radio yeah. interview, and we saw him with his ex, and that was pretty much it. But um, in all in total, period. Next season, <laughs> I want to see more work. Work. I want to see that. Um, I have a suggestion. Less you drama. Know. Less drama. That too. Did y'all audition, John Whitney? I did not. No, let me no. tell you. No, let me they, tell you. No, they ain't audition. <laughs> let me tell you what happened for season two. Let me oh. tell you what happened. So they didn't, but I was supposed to. But what happened was <laughs> niggas. The way my my lifespan worked, and I thought, you know, I had a, I had like a college mindset at the time. It's like, oh, okay, we're getting close to the date. We're getting close to the date. The date oh. came. I was like, oh, it's the it's gone. I was like, well, love. Uh, Oh, well. He had oh. missed it. Yeah, I missed it. He missed it. So, but I have an idea, which I kind of already talked to Reese about, but basically doing our meet and greet. I didn't like how y'all viewing went for season one. We didn't like a couple of things. Yeah, if I was somebody that walked in off the so, street, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, I thought that. the party was good, uh, so, but what did you call it? there was nothing the that like uh, uh, recognized y'all as the cast members. If I was somebody off the street that had so never watched it, like, we was there. Remember why? So the party was what four hours long, mm-hmm. yeah, it was and the 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 video came at like the last five minutes. Yes. Oh yeah, the video wasn't yeah, ready, was and the, the audio end. wasn't ready. It was super super late, like yeah, thirty minutes before the video. Yeah, but the, yeah, I know. But Premier told me, but, yeah. But yeah, that but yeah, that was. I thought yeah, the party was good. Opinions. Over, I thought the venue was nice. No, the venue was, was nice. definitely a nice party. A lot of people yeah. was there. I enjoyed it. Real cute. We'll just work on the audio. Getting the video ahead of time. But again, My we thing don't is, work for them, so right. and they not cutting us no checks. We're here to just give our opinion. But we'll be there at the events, though. We still want to And come. we do definitely we support Chase in Dallas. For the majority, awesome. we have a great time, but then we just still have thoughts, though. Because it was hot in there, and then that audio, I mean, I then it wasn't no audio. But that's just, again, that's just like even with the reunion. There should have been, <laughs> there should have been a taping. There should have, there should have been number one a test run as far as did y'all have Visuals. a test run? For no, the reunion? No, they didn't do it. Uh-uh. We was there. Do they have a test run? I we forgot. were there watching. <laughs> no. But they should have saw the way that all, each camera looked and how that image looked and how the audio was coming back because that would have been a clear indicator him. that we need to make some changes the to the lighting. The but C. either way, well, I'm off mm-hmm. that. Then the I thing is chasing Dallas yeah. as far as the reunion. So season one, that thing is concluded. Yes, it's Let's over and done with. Let's move forward. Yeah, we can't wait to see what's coming up next. And then really quick before we get into our road rage i want to just get into y'all bedroom business just a little bit um charles won't be back on season this will be our basically uh what was, what was that? charles what just was said it? he won't be back on season two why you charles won't? why wouldn't you come back it was fun but i gotta run oh uh, so you the, i hate that, that. you just not coming back Head the whole out. gang is leaving wait so really? Kane, are you not coming back i'm coming back coming oh back? definitely i'm coming oh, back and, and, and i have a lot to say oh. back full of tricks back full of tricks I mean, I may appear on there, but as far as being a cast member, no, I won't be on there at all. Well, I, I definitely will say one thing we noticed, Ethereum, you were definitely very well spoken. I appreciate yeah. you were very yeah. well spoken. And Thank I'm you. glad that you were able to get that. Even if, even if, again, if it wasn't all put in there, I feel like even we have the the better impression of like who you are and what was really we understood the whole cast and that was my thing and i and i think that's kind of why i think that's kind of why i won't return um aside from i'm doing some other things that i'm going back to work on my masters but i think that the thing that i wanted to get on the show to do 
was to introduce something that was groundbreaking. And that's what Reese and I talked about in my dining room. We talked mm-hmm. about, like, you know, switching things up. We didn't want, like, as much as people want and expect drama, I didn't want to be a part of that. Right. You know, I wanted to be a part of a show where it was, like, a bunch of black men actually chasing their dream. It's called Chasing Reality. I wanted right. us to show us chasing right. our dreams and do something that was, like, because to be on a, a platform of a bunch of gay black men and it be drama, that's cliche, but I thought we were going to be doing something like groundbreaking where we were all like showing us together, right. working You're together, right. coming to each other's events, networking, doing events together, you know, like actually taking yeah. our seats. So, and, 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 and I feel and like that's what my expectations that's what it was too. And it, yeah, it's and I feel like honestly, where, where you know, where's Waldo and where, who's doing what, and you write, and a bunch of it fell so flat at the end of the day. Yeah, it all up being, you know, what I'm saying a bunch of like bullshit, and it was like, all right, this is. It's a big fucking waste. <laughs> yes, and, I, and honestly, though, I feel like the the just in having conversation with myself too, you know, um, for one, I wasn't ex back, so that's one thing. And for mm. two, like the the most poignant conversations you have are the ones that you have with yourself. And when I was speaking to myself, I'm just like, you know, did I really fulfill what I wanted to do? Right. And it was just like. You know, I tried, but you know, I had an executive producer who wasn't into right. And the thing is, you know, they wanted what, to what I was the into, way that you were being seen, and basically right. because you could, you took the liberty to try like throw you under the bus. And then, exactly, and, and, and then to not even and apologize then, about it, it, it to and, say it's and unfortunate. Now it'd, it'd be different if like you was a real snake and they was really like I was a real scammer and do, I do, do, do. Yes. gonna really like figure it out, you know, yes. and have some proof. But then we never got none of that. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't got time for that damn shame fest. Yeah, um, I just think that you know we should bring back the uh, Reese should bring back the original cast. Yeah. Um, bring back the chef who uh, Markel replaced. And let's just move forward. What's you know, let's plan? just I mean, let's just do wait, it all over wait. again. Uh-uh, we not go back. Like, like I said, like on that. a reunion though, y'all. Like <laughs> I would come back if only if I knew I was coming back under different circumstances. circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. like I, I I bought into this because I thought that it was gonna be one way, and then it turned out to be another way. And I honestly felt like I let my city down because, and y'all may not y'all may agree or not, but I feel like I let my city down because Dallas isn't what you saw on Chasing Dallas. The gay scene isn't what you saw on Chasing Dallas, right? Like, I've never ran across in the guys that I've dated here, like, you know, before I got into a relationship and got out of one. And the people that I've met, like, everyone has been very respectful. Everyone has had a decent job. They've been in corporate America. They've been executives. You know, so we have that kind of atmosphere for gay men here. And I just don't feel like the show was accurate portrayal of what Dallas actually has to offer. This is true. And I don't want to be a part of that if it's not going to accurately portray our city. Right, because this know? is really, if it's going to be like the Atlanta uh, interpretation of Chasing Dallas type scenario. My thing is yeah, I think that's my biggest problem, probably my biggest problem with Chasing Dallas, period. In my mindset, Atlanta is way different than Dallas. We move differently down here than, we, than they do in Atlanta. Atlanta's more fashion forward, more entertainment forward, where Dallas is more corporate forward, money making forward. Economic. Yeah, we move a little bit different down here. So that's what I was thinking I was going to see more of. But I kind of got like. Everybody got moved. It seemed like the image of chasing Atlanta, they cookie cutter and said, we're going to cut it. Put it in the shape of Texas and we're going to move it in Texas (laughs) and keep the same thing. Well, we can't. but even, Dallas is always undermined by Atlanta. I really think that Dallas is like the ball headed stepsister of the South. 
they counts like that. It's but you know what? But even with season. um, but even with, I have to speak on uh, chasing Atlanta too. Even with chasing Atlanta, like I feel like the chasing reality brand just dropped the ball on that because chasing Atl- I mean Atlanta is like the black entrepreneur headquarters. Like you know what I'm saying? It's the black yeah, capital like for the business. Atlanta has 17 percent <laughs> black entrepreneurs there. Like that's huge. You know what I'm saying? Like 17% of them, and they're not just entrepreneurs who say, I got a business. They're like entrepreneurs who they are like business lucrative businesses yeah. and they're money. established. You know what I mean? And making money. So, like, Chasing Atlanta is, is kind of like the same thing. I feel like they dropped the ball with putting drama in. And, like, this is chasing, which means that we're all going after our dreams. But it's just like the producers, for some reason, wanted to show I us going after drama and not showing our work. You know and what I, I mean? I feel, I get, what he, I get what you're saying. Because now that I think about Chasing Atlanta, a lot of their business are not shown us up. Yeah, you don't see their businesses. Jalen and Q, I probably think those are the only people from Chase and Lennon I remember seeing their actual career In their habitat. Yeah, but I didn't see Sky. I really didn't see Cameron. I didn't see Eric. And I got Owen. What's his name? Not Markel. What's that boy's name? Montel. Montel. I saw his business. Montel actually did um, contribute something. And me and Montel and I are really cool. Like he, I he like actually, him for. But I Montel really has like so him. much more going on than they show. Montel has a lot a going lot. on. He's actually a nurse. Like you know, so he has a lot going on. Like you know, I, but they didn't I show like him. But I really, well, I, it all falls on the producers. What really would y'all is. like if if the Chasing franchise was going to expand to another city? What would you, which city or area would y'all like to see? I would like them to not go anywhere yet. I would like for them to, to like the work on have, what they right. have and, get, and work two. out the kinks and then try to move on, right? Because yeah. I think they're, they're spreading gonna, themselves too thin. They're going to fall in line with the other um, YouTube reality shows. Like, what's the other two? The other ones. I'm just going to say the other ones. Now we're all starting to look the same. And you want to always make yourself different than the other. I said, production-wise, y'all look a little bit better than the other two, but y'all all are the same platform. Y'all all follow the same line. You always want to move yourself ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, show more work. That's all we're asking. Show yeah. more work. And, and start would, there first. And right. if you can start there, you can And, and I honestly think that, with, for me, I just feel like there is no standard for how we're going to do this. You know, And that's why I said I won't come back. I like structured things. You know what I mean? I like to know that in two years we want to be here. And in three like years we want to be here. Yeah. And I feel like they're just kind of like shooting darts in the dark. Take hoping it as they hit come. Something. Yeah. What yeah. is their goal? That is a good question. Because exactly. I believe it's to get on TV. And point. I think that they want to, but I mean, to, to like I feel like if you're going to, with these two shows, Chasing Atlanta and Chasing Dallas, Build a foundation first. You can't. You changing our cast members doing auditions that's and all this. Why that's are you why doing that? Hip Hop yeah, Atlanta, loving Hip Hop Atlanta was so very old. successful because, because they, they kept the same, the same cast at least for four seasons yes. solid. I think loving Hip Hop New York failed when they started everybody, taking away yeah. staple cast Hollywood members. Because that allows for character development as well. Exactly. Like, and I even think it would be cool if Tony came back. You know, maybe mid season. Like, I think that was shaking. It up mid season, honestly, just I boom. I think I, everybody should, everybody on the season should go back with a different mindset. And I think that you know, we everybody you like doing it, nobody on it. Well, I haven't, it was my first time doing reality, so okay, you got your feet wet on season one. So on season two, you know exactly what to do and how you want to bring it. And you know, it's exactly. just character development, yeah. you know, it's because yeah. I will say, my first season and season one of Millennials, I was very shy and I had never been in front of a camera. Um, just was like I was starting to come into myself towards the end of season one and season two. All right, let's do this. Like you know, mm-hmm. yeah. they so showed it like, like you in season one. 
I mean, yeah, I love the mil- shout fair. out to the millennials of <laughs> Dallas. They didn't, like me. they didn't like what I stood for. And what shout I had out to, to the say. millennials of Dallas. Thank you, thank you, did, you so much. You I, I watched y'all. I fucks with y'all. I was I almost on there. Well, you know. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, so we we're excited. Keep for looking for King Kane. Chasing. Oh, shout out to Kane. I got a fly ass camo jacket from you from your right. line that Camo's I'll be not late. Tomorrow. <laughs> I, no, I, it was the best looking camo jacket I've seen. So. Today, awesome. But then I was like, don't do it. So I will okay. definitely be tagging you and adding you in my post on Instagram. Thank awesome, you, Kane. John. For Thank you wear. for shopping. Absolutely. All right. So, do you want? Of course. I got to Okay. So you, yes. Do you want to start? All right, so what we're going to do is, before we get out today, we are going to get into our road rage. So today we pretty much just took this time to get to know y'all and let's just to chop it up. I thought it was Thank a great interview. Yeah, Thank I y'all. think it was a great yeah, interview. We appreciate that we get more thought out of it. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, we get it. to know you guys more, and then we're excited about what you have coming up. So you make sure you invite us. We are happy to be there. We cannot wait to support. And then, um, but we're going to get out tonight with our road rage. So we end, we end every show, if y'all listen, with stuff that we just absolutely can't stand. Over, I think y'all and shared uh, y'all discussed with uh, chasing reality <laughs> in the reality s- scenario. Um, but okay, but today me and Whitney we share our we road got tag team road race, so this is gonna be a double driver. <sighs> okay, so a bunch of music came out this last week. We're gonna get into that our, our next recording because we ain't listened to nobody new. Album. So we gotta catch up. We gotta catch up. With all <laughs> that, that Quavo. Speaking Nikki of this? Quavo. Right. That's where we're heading. That's where we're heading. That's our, that's you own that. We own that freeway. So, so what is it called? Honcho Dreams? Honcho Dreams. Yeah. So uh, Quavo released an, another album. Um, and it was called what? Honcho? Honcho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so he has a song on there, Honcho Dreams, in response to Nicki's Barbie Dreams. Where he basically just is laying it telling out there. all the fucking business that you didn't fucked and he you sent her that purse and this that and the other. First of all, whatever happened to being discreet? Yeah, what happened, happened to being, being a dis- real ass nigga? Like keep right. your mouth shut. So you fucking uh, intelligent? I, I know that's ignorant, but like yeah, that's right. an ignorant phrase. But you know, no, like, like I come from it from when a, do we start doing that? Right. I don't know what happened because well, I ain't gonna say when the Nikki. And the Nicki Cardi beef, it started, he kind of started the Nicki Cardi beef in regards to motorsports at some point. Who oh, them not? Quavo. He was friends with Nicki at one point. All of a sudden, he dissed Nicki. Right. So right. now I'm really confused. So at this point in time, I really thought you was the Beyonce of the group. Now you give me fair of the They group. said takeoff so is the when, Beyonce of the group. when are you going to pack your luggage? Then. No. no, that's the young one. That's I the nephew. Like, the oldest. Like yeah, they he, say he take off really the best. To me. Yeah, he, he got the But best he's in the studio. Bit. That's why he wanted to make it. Yeah, he's on his solo project. Yeah. And it's about to be. But I can't get over this Quavo stuff. Let's not, let's stay right here because yes. you like you just don't Quavo go around talk about who you okay, smash so like that. Release party basically. So at the listening party, he had uh, he had a chick on stage, basically a portrayal of Nicki Minaj, because she did a um she basically did a video where she's receiving this Chanel box and she gets all excited and freaks out and, you know, is dramatic like Nikki do. And then he, and so we didn't know where the gift was or nothing. We knew nothing about that. We just know the bitch got an ugly ass purse. And then, um, and his listening party, he has a girl up there reenacting and being all dramatic, just like Nikki was. And so of course everybody's like, Oh, so you want some like, some ho ho shit, you know. You so just, y'all fuck fuck. Yeah, in my mind y'all fuck. But let's just be honest. I I don't I don't know how much of that I believe because 
I'm a Nicki fan, period. And I just, Me like, too. Nicki has, like, a million Chanel bags. So I can't see her getting excited because he bought one. No, but, but here's the thing. But, no, no, she did. No, she, <laughs> you know, no, yeah. the thing is, she posted it. And here's but the I thing can't is, see her getting excited no, about it. She got it, excited, but like, the thing is, with my opinion and what I wrote on the Baller Alert thing was that, okay, first of all, Nicki is an actress. Please do not think yeah. that she really gave a fuck. Yeah. I was like, and that's my bag. That Chanel bag was ugly as fuck. I said, that motherfucker's on the floor somewhere collecting dust. Under 7,000 other ones. Right, and I and I got some likes on that post. I was like, "See, y'all know that purse was ugly." So do y'all feel like it was Quavo, ugly? I don't care if it was Chanel, ugly Chanel. Do, do you feel like Quavo in her interview um, that she did with um, what, what was it? Uh, I don't watch Nicki Minaj. Interviews. Well, she did an interview and she made a reference <laughs> about New Boy. There was a New Boy, but then now she has a new New Boy. Do y'all think that Quavo was oh, New Ellen? Boy? She said that on Ellen, right? I, it was yeah. one of them. Yeah. She, yeah, I think she when did. she had the yeah. orange hair? I thought she was going to yeah. be single. Yeah. yeah, she did. And she said there was a new boy, but he's gone now. And then she, But there is a new new boy. Do y'all think Quavo was new boy? No. Probably if Probably she was, was giving them the pussy. No, she, they put up, um, she put up a picture nice. of like a white dude that she was. Well, that's new new boy. I think that's who might be who new new boy is. So. I thought she was taking oh, a break she though. In, uh, yeah, she went to like. Yeah. Okay, I'm not the biggest Nicki fan. This is probably only the few times you're going to hear me be on her side. But Quavo's a I'm bitch a ass nigga. I ain't got no haircut. I'm not really. Go ahead. Super, super, super. So we are going to run over Quavo, and that album is trash. I did hear the first three tracks. He's dating Saweetie now? Or I don't Saweetie. care who he's dating. Saweetie, Saweetie. Yeah. Is that how her name is pronounced? She, was, um, yeah, she used to fool with, um, she was dating one of Diddy's Saweetie. sons. She was dating, I think Justin, I think was the one she was dating. Oh, she said she wants like some money. The, one, the, real, real the one looks just like Diddy. Mom. Yeah. Justin yeah, I like it. Which the one she dated, the one that plays football. That's Justin. Oh, Justin. Yeah, yeah. his mom is uh, like very yeah, cute ta- too. Yeah, he talking about something like Yeah, she kind of look Asian looking a little bit. Who y'all talking about? Justin, the Diddy son that plays football. Did, he, did y'all hear? Oh, yeah, Justin. Did y'all, is it really Justin true to him and Cassie broke up? Yeah, they yeah. said they really broke true? up. Yeah, after 10 is years. She, what, is she pregnant? They were, there no. was a rumor saying that she was pregnant. No, that girl left him because she's not getting married. Remember, did, was that what, one of our episodes we were talking about how he, allegedly he might be on the DL? Was that us? No, but I think he is on the John. DL too. Who? who did we talk about him on the DL? No, not, there was. You know who you think on the DL? Well, no, there Diddy. was somewhere they said Probably that Diddy so. might have been DL. Oh, I can see that. But we see, see that, that though. <laughs> him and Mace. Him and who? Mace. Is that the one he said was pretty? Um, I think so. He said nickname. He kind of tied his butt. Um, all the time, though. The same thing. Him as Usher. And uh, we dropping Quavo yeah, off on side of the road. Yeah, Who? Quavo could go. Oh yeah, Farnsworth. It was Diddy's bottom. If y'all don't know that, that's exclusive tea. I believe that. I believe that. All right, no, uh, <laughs> all right, Lisa Nicole, you better stop. So what do y'all think of allegedly? I know this is going back. Let me but say like, allegedly. Excuse me. You, you slander my name, I'll Cardi sue you in court. Exactly. You know what? When it comes to Nikki and Cardi, I honestly think that um, I think that um, it's some just some catty bullshit. That it's like if y'all bitches really was busy, y'all really just would have no time for this kind of stuff. But I know why the world just can't help but to pan them against each other, just because they they must be giving they give they do this, all women they like give that, some though. similar they give some similar vibes, but they really they really not the same. They are and it's really yeah. room for both of them. And, and they like, both are like from or by way of New York, right? Yeah, I, both well, from New York. Aubrey wanted to FaceTime and say hey, hi, everybody. Hey. There goes Charles. Welcome Happy to the freeway. We, we appreciate you joining us Happy on the birthday, service Happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. He said he couldn't make it. It's okay. Happy it's birthday. Okay. 
Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Let's say happy birthday. Wake it up and finish our birthday. <laughs> we got a bottle of, of this for you. Can't we say what it is, but. <laughs> it's empty. We drank <laughs> it for you. Um, I already have drunk it. So. But yeah, but as far as um, Nick and Do Cardi, like it's, it's room too for both. Far gone for them to sit down at this point and no, because no, I it's feel not. Like, no, because uh, Cardi already swung, so I believe that she gonna swing if she get another well, chance. Shoes. She yeah. gonna get another chance. She gonna get. She gonna get another. But you chance. know what? The bigger thing that I feel with that, y'all, like, cause I learned a lesson in all that. Believe it or not, and I know I always come off like I'm preaching. I'm sorry. It's okay. But like, I learned the lesson in all that. Like looking at Nikki, how like just last year, people would. You you would like get nailed to the cross if you said something about Nikki. Now, like the same, it's like the same people that'll build you up will True. break yeah. you right back down because it's that's like it them is. same people that was building Nikki, breaking is. her down. When one person come along, now you don't even matter. Well, that's no when you that's, that's when you, you have to be very like no uh, cognizant no of who you give access to your foundation. Yes, but and that's just so crazy. Like that's just so crazy. But I think that the whole um, Cardi B thing, like I just don't get with Cardi, y'all. I'm sorry. Like I have tried. To me, she's hood. I have tried, and I'm over her. And I love her. No, no, you're at this mind. event no, with upper echelon people. Like I don't, Nikki I don't said. want her to shortchange herself. I, I, I do, I do not want her to shortchange herself. But, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel like through. yes, and I feel like honestly, people like Cardi because every person that I ever come in contact that's a Cardi fan, they always say, but I just like her because she's just so genuine, and that's just her. And they like most of the people who like her watched her on TV. I didn't watch her on TV. I just now, listened to I her music. I watched her on Love and Hip Hop, but I did not follow See, her. See, but she y'all was, was before Insta- all of that. I was an Instagram no, follower before, 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 before she got on Love and Hip Hop. See, that's my thing. Before she got on Love and Hip Hop. For Cardi B's sake, I really just uh, think that no, her and Nikki could be really close friends. And truth be told, they could be close friends. I, think I really that Nikki think they're best friends. But does Nikki and have Nikki any close friends? Well. Like, and this is the thing is, have any I don't know. She's gonna be mentoring her. That she, ain't she's who? not. Brooke and Remy. Who? She? Brooke. Who? But you can, wait. Brooke from basketball wise. Brooke. Brooke Bailey. But you, oh. you have to watch Ra Rise like an opportunist. Yeah, like she thing. went from Tahiri to Remy oh, to like the girl to yeah like whoever's popping. I don't know why I like Riley though. I mean, and I think she's a big girl. But you have to also pay attention to trends and. Oh, I, I love Black Ink though. Y'all, this is another thing that I'm finna skate on real quick, and I'm gonna be done. <laughs> if Cardi B was a dark skinned woman, she would be been bad. And she threw a damn shoe. She would have not been invited she to nothing else. She would have been now, the thing is, crucified. It, hey, had another light skin. Had she been dark skinned, she wouldn't even have got this far. But you see, another light skinned girl uninvited her to her That's event true. real quick. Rihanna said, I'm not playing her, that foolishness. Her being not. Yes. Her, that I appreciate mean. Rihanna for that. And Rihanna um, turned down the Super Bowl, too, y'all. All right, so it's been real, y'all. <laughs> we got to call. They got y'all. fire alarms <laughs> on the freeway, y'all. We got to get up off the road. We got to get off the road, okay? Well, it's thank a roadblock. So thank y'all for coming. for coming and hang out with us on the Thanks for having today. us. Had a great time. There was no scattered showers, awesome no overcast, no chance of rain. Yeah. So we had a good ass time today. No yeah. floods either. Ooh, okay. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. All right. It's been real. Thank you. See y'all next time. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all. I mean, this one, this, we started a little bit late. I enjoyed it. I, I, I love what y'all do. I've been following y'all since day one. And we need to carry on it. I'm glad.